It's okay. I have three things on my desk. A giant jug of water, a thing of uh, lemonade tea, and a bottle of Ball's cherry. Lemonade tea? How does it feel to be like single-handedly keeping Ball's in business? Uh, I may literally be the only person uh, around my work who is buying all the ginger ale ones. Like, I just straight up, whenever the store restocks for the week, I just buy them and put them in the mini-fridge at work. What's the tagline for today? Your source for floating heads? I don't know. Teen nipples. Got it. Teen nipples. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a good there one. there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh... <laughs> Can that be the cold open? Is Are people recording? I am. I am. Perfect. <laughs> Team nipples in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listening to Boku no Stop Your Source for Teenage Nipples. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is Matt Marcus. Nosebleed Jenny Fletcher. Uh, today we are ta- uh, today we are in episode 12. Uh, we are discussing episodes 23 and 24 of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh Last time some stuff happened that I forget about because it was a month ago. <laughs> well, how did you forget about the fact that last time was the one oh, yeah. where Asuka got yeah, clowned Asuka. on? And that, yeah, yeah. what happened before that? Uh, prior to that was Oh, there was the some pipe laying. Wait, no, that was the one before that. There was no pipe yeah, laying was... in that one. The flashback. Oh, birth the of birth nerve. of nerve. Okay, got it. Got it. This is what professionalism sounds like. Boy, professionalism sounds like it's dead right now, listening to my voice. It's, it sounds like the audio of somebody saying, laying pipe. <laughs> Alright. Uh, speaking of laying pipe, let's get into episode 23, Tears. I I, I am not gonna <laughs> on, analyze the perfect what that segue, segue was. No, the, you know what, I almost first. said Ray 3 just to make the laying pipe thing weirder. I think the tears is pretty weird, Chris. <laughs> I think the tears is pretty. Look, you anyway. need them for all your fears. Don't worry about it. Anyway, Shout so Masato, uh, let it all out. <laughs> These uh, are the teen nips that I dream about. Oh, come on, Jesus! <laughs> I'm sorry. That is a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you- all right. Let's yeah, yeah, because you literally have <laughs> Fletch literally has a nosebleed, and it's not because of the teenage nipples. I hope not. <laughs> oh god! But it just <laughs> hit the point where it's like, ooh, that's actually on my face now. Well, all these teens Yikes. are being disemboweled, and then you just do the anime blood spray out of your nose. Oh god! <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Masato is uh, sorry. I gotta sitting wipe off at her my desk. Sweat drop. <laughs> Masato. <laughs> <laughs> towel emote, towel emote. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so, jeez, we're never gonna get this started. Why is it this so is gonna be a large? long episode, guys? 
Yeah, this is gonna be a long ass episode. This is the one where we tell you about the plot that you could have poss- not possibly known about. Yeah, exactly. So Masato <laughs> is sitting at her desk, her head's down. She's been listening to Kaji's voicemail on repeat. Uh, there are a lot of shots that are uh, around. Like, there's a ton of uh, canned coffee. I I like that uh, she's apparently a skateboarder. I did not expect that, but what? I don't remember that from earlier. Yeah, I I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a skateboard and a hat right to the left of the desk. What I love is her poster, which looks so wild because it's just an actual photo of her car. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. It looks like those... Um, but, like, it's uh, a God, real JPEG just in this anime. It's very good. Yeah, and it's very monotone, too. It's the same color as the wall. It's very weird. Anyway, yeah, so she's... and she calls it the you know she says to herself oh one more phone that'll never ring yeah shinji sees a note on the door saying leave me alone and yeah shinji's like well she's she's shutting me out <sighs> so then we cut to uh asuka who is um who hasn't returned back to the apartment since um her incident with ariel 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 yeah they sang under the sea and it was really awkward you can't go home after that uh, once you go mackerel, you can't go backroll. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. <laughs> Fucking same, Sebastian. <laughs> uh, it's funny that we're talking about this right after Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. It's right? not out yet. Yeah. It's out tomorrow. I thought, well, the reviews are out. Well, yes, because the Japanese release date was Friday. Okay, that's why. <laughs> At any rate... Uh, so yeah, she's been hiding out at uh, Hikari's house, uh, the class rep, and uh, doing nothing but uh, playing uh, Sega games uh, all day long. And uh, apparently, you can like see a few of the uh, a few of the games that are on the shelf. What is it? Res- Virtual Fighter, Puyo Puyo. Yeah, our resident fan of things who are bad was able to identify Dreamcast games. Saturn. This Whatever. is Saturn. It's a Saturn. Whatever. Yeah. They're the same thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there there is a Virtua Fighter clone, a Poyo Poyo Su clone, something else that is only labeled Saturn 2, and a thing that's off screen that might be Tokimeki Memorial. But also the music sounds like Symphony of the Night. Yeah, and it's called, they're called Sekka instead of Sega. And also the TV is the same brand, which is interesting, but not that interesting. For what it's worth, Sega did have a promotional consideration on this series and renewed it for a rebuild. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, good. They actually got permission to advertise one brand, unlike their beer. Yup. <laughs> so the two of them go to bed, and this is the only time in the series Asuka will open up to another human, so poor Hikari, as she just dumps PTSD all over her friend's lap while they try to sleep. I'm terrible. I hate everything. I'm sick of it. I, I'm a failure. I'm no use. And Hikari's probably a little shell-shocked from everything, given how flat this read is. Just goes, well, you did the best you could, Asuka. You should be proud. Asuka proceeds to curl up into a ball and cry. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Uh... Oh, God, please. (laughs) No. Uh... (laughs) Ritsuko takes a call from her grandmother, who... uh... Tells her that her cat died. 
we get the title card and we cut to Sailor complaining about the Lance in lunar orbit. Uh, Gendo's response to this is saying, I had no other choice. I made the destruction of the angel my top priority. And then they just basically say, like, dude, we don't believe that at all. We kind of know what you're up to. Yep. They actually get a phone call in the middle of this meeting. The, apparently the podium that Gendo is at has a phone in the drawer. Has three uh, phones. There's This is the red one. True. Uh, <laughs> Fuyutsuki interrupted this meeting because there's another angel on the way. The monolith makes a snippy response when he wants to talk about this later. If you still have a seat here when you're done. <laughs> Are you going to betray us, Ikari? Asks one monolith as he leaves. Yes, says everything about the universe. Bye. Ba-da, ba-da, mm-hmm. Ba-da. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could also go with uh, the Always Sunny opening. Gendo Akari betrays Sele. <laughs> ah. So Misato is hauling ass in, calling from her car phone. Uh, hey, prep unit zero, setup unit two is backup. No, I can't override the commander. We can't use O1 right now. And she makes a dark little joke seeing the angel as she drives going visual confirmation uh, of the angel. It is a glowing ring in the sky above the mountains right now. Mm-hmm. Gendo is cold as fuck right here, telling the bridge crew, launch unit 02 anyway. She can be a decoy if nothing else. Yup. <laughs> and Asuka just monologues to herself about, oh, I probably can't even sync with this thing and I'm just useless and I don't care. So we cut to a closer view of the 16th Angel Armisail. When you see it closer, it is actually two interlocking rings and a double helix like DNA strands. And it is drawn too brightly white, so it just looks like a thousand X's. Yep. Mm. It's just like a like a two beams of light. But then it becomes uh, one beam of light. Well, that's that's a little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this uh, bit doesn't matter yeah. at all. It, ha- it turns okay. into one beam of light. Yeah, like, right. there's a whole Go bit nuts. of like, oh, is it is it the, the computers are confused because it's uh, waves or whatever turning from blue to switching from blue to orange, which means it's not sure it's an angel, even though we know it's an angel. I don't know what that like. What is the point of that? Oh, the point of it actually is to demonstrate that nerve is more responsible than the police because they wait to see what happens before opening fire. <laughs> the the other thing is I'm glad that... you did read that because I thought of that while saying we should read this <laughs> the other thing is that you notice this has been happening with a lot of the last few angels because they're starting to become something outside of what Nerve expects oh, everything prior yeah. to this is oh yeah it's all blue it, you know that's that's an angel and now there's a lot more is that an angel what the hell is this but the thing is, they call it out as an angel even before they get the reading, because it's like the same thing with the Dirac Sea episode, where they're like, "That it's orange right now, I don't know what's the deal, and then it immediately goes blue as soon as you attack it, and then the Dirac Sea opens up. Well, it's orange like, is, we're not sure what this is. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, the worried. point is more that everything is starting to lose. It's not the same model. <coughs> Trust me, that they expect, ooh, that's fun. Yeah, that had to be gross. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to get a wipe to this keyboard. Oh no. Shit happens. Uh, 
Let's try that again. Uh, the point is more that it's starting to get to where the angels are not as clear-cut as everyone's expecting. They're going beyond what everyone thinks is an angel in the system. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, what basically happens is... Uh... It just immediately just goes into unit uh, zero zero through the chest. It's like you get stabbed, but it doesn't like go through. Uh, Ray grabs it with her hand and begins shooting into it. And what actually happens is that Ray turns into a professional wrestler. <sighs> yeah, there's a th- this made me very uncomfortable. Oh, it's uh, supposed to, my dude. I know, but I that doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> Because, like, everything gets very veiny, right? You're not, so, like, you're no. not into penetration metaphors with teens? No, Chris. What? No. I mean, it is. Why but... not? You're the what only one. Very, what like... was that very wet sound right there? <laughs> that was Fletcher's nose bleeding when I said, talked about penetrating teens. That is oh, me <laughs> putting some lotion on my nose because of the fact that it is raw as hell. Yikes. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, like... penetration, am I right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so like the the Ava gets veiny, but also you see veins cr- creeping up Ray's body, and yikes. It is very uncomfortable. And it, I, it is even a bit where I say, oh, the, the Ava is uh, infecting the organic parts of the Ava. The angel. The, the angel. No, no, the Ava. The angel's infecting the Ava. Did I, did yeah, I you said the Ava is infecting the Ava. Oops. What yeah, is... you know. Yeah. The angel is infecting the Ava through whatever it's doing. Is this supposed to be affiliated with the below bullet point? Or is yes, just you dipshit. missing something? Yes. I'm Fuck you all. I'm confused because <laughs> you didn't do a hanging no, indent. Got... <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. Okay, carry on. I'm sorry. Well, that's jump to it. That's all we need. Uh. Well, yeah, no, we skipped the part where we explicitly did not state that what's actually happening is the angel is just fusing physically with we, the Ava. We just did! We talked about how it is taking over the organic material. Yeah, it's infecting <laughs> it. Take, taking I mean, over is different, I guess. <clears throat> right? Like, it's actually <sighs> trying to merge, not puppet, like uh, they they did with Toji. That's a fair point, I guess. But, uh... Yeah, and then Oscar Oscar gets launched, and uh-huh. uh, doesn't happen. Uh, she's just trying to push the weird hand controls, and the unit won't move. She has uh, effectively a zero sync rate, and <laughs> she's just basically crying. And they retract Unit O two. Uh, mm-hmm. The angel doesn't even make a move towards it. It does not care. Nope. And as the veins on Ray cross her neck, she asks inside her head, who is this? And we fade to something. <clears throat> Unlike the others, Ray instantly recognizes that something alien has made contact with her and makes the first move, going, who are you? And so this is a lot of conversation. Uh, don't you want to become one with me? No, I'm myself, not you. Mm, but you shall. It's too late. Uh, they begin talking back huh. and forth and come... Sorry, oh. uh, subs are here. It's <clears throat> more of an apology saying, I'm sorry, but it's too late. Not like, eh. I'm gonna do it either way. 
like the tone comes well, off different. That's all. I I just think of the way the dub does it as reading it in Ray's voice, which it's trying to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the two begin talking back and forth, and they come to a consensus quickly. All that's in Ray's heart is pain, loneliness, and so they say. We're all in here. You don't have to be alone. And the final bit of this scene is a really good animation effect that also saves budget. An underwater sort of ripple camera begins moving Ray's flat expression into a manic grin before we cut to the cockpit. She wakes up and realizes she's crying for some reason. At which point we are immediately distracted from that emotional moment by the Zero-Zero bursting into a tower of flesh. If you slow it down, it's actually every single prior angel in order from bottom to top. Is it? Yeah. That's rad. <clears throat> yeah, it looks really good. I will probably put a screenshot of that in the show notes. Uh, Don't forget to let me ask you, what's the thing in that he's standing on in 24 during the meeting? Okay. So... <clears throat> I guess I'll read because Matt doesn't want to participate. Uh, get- <laughs> Sorry, I'm like trying. I'm trying, waiting for that scene to come up so I can pause it. Uh huh. What if you recorded this podcast with us, Matt? Be present in our pod marriage. Uh, Fuck you. Gendo immediately Thanks. lifts the freeze on O one and sends Shinji topside without hesitation. Uh, worth noting that this is just flagrant violation of his orders. He just doesn't give a shit anymore because the freeze came from Sele. Mm. Uh, as he's launched, Asuka says, uh, what? They didn't send him out for me. Yeah, I, I definitely made a note of that line. It's like, yeah, that's that's actually very, very true. It's like one of those moments where it's true, but not maybe not for the reasons she thinks. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like confirming her own bias that she's pathetic and nobody cares uh, when it's really maybe just the situation is bigger than her. And that well, sort it's of also more that thing. nobody cares about any of them, not just you. Or, yeah, exactly. She's not reading. Like, she's, she's not reading the scenario quite as well, but it definitely like leans into like this could be probably the final what you could consider the final blow for her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like she definitely forgot about what everyone was like when Shinji was in the Sea of Dirac. Because mm-hmm. didn't care about him either. I mean, well, like, they, they... what she took from that was Misato just being sad when he got out. Yeah. Not, and nobody cared about it. It's weird. I mean, there's also... Director's cut only. This seems so important. Mm-hmm. There's only two changes to this episode for the director's cut, and one of them is just some dialogue, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, wow, Matt. Yeah, so, so Unit Zero One uh, has been uh, launched, and um, Armisile uh, immediate. I, I, I'm never going to pronounce these correctly. Why don't you just say <laughs> you don't the have angel. to Hebrew? Yeah, you can just the say the angel. angel. I write those yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. So the angel immediately uh, whips at Shinji. He dodges it, but it destroys the uh, the rifle. Uh, he then grabs the uh, angel with its hands it starts infecting him through his hands and uh this starts I'm have yeah, to it's creeping you to take that again uh you're going to take it from the top and say the angel immediately whips it real good <sighs> like a rich whip just boo uh, uh, <laughs> uh. 
You don't actually have to. That's why I waited till the end. <laughs> uh, you're just at any rate, mad the veins get a Simpsons joke. At any rate, the veins start uh, showing up in Shinji's hands too, and Masato tells Shinji to uh, stab it. You know, shank it with the prog knife. And when he stabs the angel, surprisingly, this works, whereas the guns did not work. And I guess that's because AT field stuff with the prog yes. knife. But um, it starts uh, screaming in Ray's voice. And then it sees these little tiny head polyps poke up out of its hand and starts telling yeah. Shinji it hurts. But and it's like fucking out of horrifying. the veins in his head. It's fucking real gross. It's really good. It's really good. But it's also really like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Wait till we get to some more body horror soon. Oh, you mean uh-huh. the inflation porn? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that bothered me less than this. This bothered me more. Well, yeah, it's, for what it's, it's very good. Mm-hmm. You should watch Videodrome, Matt. Yes! Ooh. Yeah, I saw that when I was five, and that's why I am who I am today. I, I've ex- said it on this show before, but that is my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. So is it at this point the uh, it, it took the shape of Ray too, right? During yeah, this it attack? starts too at this point. Yeah, yeah. So like when when the like the tail end of the angel shows up, it turns into like you know a white version of Ray's like upper body, and it's giggling, and it's. I hope you're into and, that. There's going to be a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, apparently, um, and. Ray in her cockpit says to herself, is this my mind and soul wanting to fuse with Ikari? And the phantom rank. Oh yeah. I already, I just mentioned that part. Um, uh, it is worth noting that uh, the, the uh, when phantom Ray touches the unit's face, it immediately starts getting real vascular on the face. Yeah. So, I mean, this is something I'm, curious about because well well whether or not she really means shinji or she means gendo no she means shinji she means shinji in this case because because yeah. gendo shows up in a quick moment you know in a bit and i'm just curious as to why well, that she's thinking about shinji right now because keep in mind she's had multiple people tell her no you're you're into shinji Remember yeah. there was toji she's asked herself about that yeah Gotta be a little bit embarrassing when your crush finds out that you're, in, you know, that you're into them when it's a, a giant monster imitating you and trying to infect them. Well, it's also really yeah. weird that the dude you're crushing on is also a stand-in for that dude's dad who you can't have. And also, you're kind of the clone of that dude's mom. Hell yeah. So is Oedipal as fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's basically old boy is what we're saying. Oh yeah, I have not seen that movie, but oh my god, dude, it's so good! I got my I got got my conservative mother into Korean soap operas by making her watch Old Boy. That's That's, a sentence. That's one way to do it. Uh, So Ray decides, uh, you know, fuck that. Uh, You know, I I'm gonna kill this thing, and she does it by uh, reversing her AT field. Um, letting yourself be completely corrupted and sucking the angel into the core of unit zero zero and and then basically imploding itself until it explodes. Yep. And it's fucking rad. 
Like this, this part's rad. Because especially the part where it's like the uh, the angel like sort of starts collapsing in in chunks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Misato orders her to evacuate, and she refuses because if she ejects, the angel is free again, since there won't be an AT field. Well, also you can see that her legs are like fused to the unit because the unit is also organic, so she's just merging with the unit as well as the angel merging with the unit. Like the pilot, the robot, and the angel are becoming one organism. Well, I mean, wouldn't the plug eje- like disconnect that anyway with the force of the ejection? I guess. I don't know, because if you look at it, there's a frame where she does not have any legs and it's just a blob fused to a chair. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't going to try to leave anyway. She's decided she wants to kill this thing. And and she says, uh, uh, Masato says, oh, Ray, do you mean to die? And uh, she's like, more or less, yeah, (laughs) don't worry about it. Uh, the core of Unit 00 collapses in a series of weirdly punctuated single-frame jumps with bullet sound effects. Mm-hmm. And the last thing Ray sees as everything goes white is Gendo's smile. She reaches up, the Zero Zero stands, raising an arm to heaven, and briefly turns into a naked monochrome ray with a halo before it explodes. I hope you're into naked white rays. You've said that a few times already. Just, just saying. <clears throat> Really setting that up, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason I'm the one who has to hold the leash sometimes. Mm. Sometimes. The explosion is so massive. Wow, how dare you shame him? Ah, the explosion is massive, and it's turned the surface of the surrounding area into magma. The first person to speak is uh, Makoto on the bridge. The, The target has been eliminated. I'm about to sneeze someone else. Uh, yeah. Misato, like, clearly, like, choking back some tears, just says, the operation is over. Uh, what is the status of Zero? I don't think they ejected. Uh, send out a rescue team to to uh, secure the survivor. And Ritsuko says, if there is one. And that's the end of Ray. And worth noting that we're only ten minutes into the episode. A lot happens this one. Yeah, this we one's cut away dead. immediately after that, but I guarantee Misato just decked Ritsuko, by the way. Hell yeah. I mean, that seems to be in line with what we've seen before. Well, Ritsuko yeah. get, gets what she deserves here. Uh, huh. So, it definitely looks like the majority of Tokyo gets destroyed here. It's Tokyo yet three. another lake off of the last one because remember we've had two already this is another one that the water from the other stuff is feeding into now so okay uh so there's basically no angel contamination in the uh new lake that used to be part of tokyo 3 uh reese goes in one of the hazmat suits in the field looking into the plug and she says to the people around them recover the plug and destroy everything else uh no one will know about this. This is now classified top secret. So, a question is, do they actually find something in the plug? Mm, no. Oh yeah, charred remains. Yeah, they find uh, nothing. They find nothing. 
is the implication, but it has to be a secret that they found nothing because Ritzko knows that they're just going to replace it because Ritzko knows about the dummy plug, right? So she just knows right, yeah. what they're going to what they're they're going to sub in another one. So they have to See, hide the body. Well, I, I have no idea why they even bothered showing this scene with a with an entry plug. Everything just exploded. Just let it be exploded. <laughs> Right, because they want to make sure that it's clear to you that she's part of the cover-up, and they want to make sure yeah. explicitly clear to you that Ritsko knows the deal with Ray, and that there will be another one, and they want to make sure you know it's not the same one because yeah, Shinji guess, doesn't. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think they've already laid track for that. Both both Ritsuko's uh, the fact that Ritsuko knows more than she lets on, and that also Ray is definitely not the first ray and is i mean she's even said before like when she said she was die she she was gonna die in an earlier episode she was like you could replace me anyway so it's like that's already been laid laid out so here's the thing you don't there is some wiggle room where you could think that um ritsuko's mother came to her senses and then threw herself off a cliff because of what she realized about Gendo, not that she killed the first Ray. So you could theoretically like set it up for yourself in such a way that you think this is the first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think it was pretty clear that 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 child Ray was dead because of the the limp arm. It, it was yeah. clear to us in the director's <laughs> cut version of that episode. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no. There's a lot of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can move on from that but i was just curious as to why there was an entry plug <clears throat> left at all when everything exploded like there's no tokyo 3 anymore really not much that's just how hardy japanese construction is of their uh parts yeah the plugs were made in germany don't worry about it ha huh. uh, those wacky krauts so sele feeling pretty high and mighty they're gloating that all of the angels save for one are now dead and uh there's a montage of them in order and i don't think this is the first time we've seen like the later angels names right because episode 14 definitely named the angels up to that point yeah this is a note note here saying that uh this is the only, this place, is the only place you get the complete listing how's that okay yeah yeah that's what i i, I had a feeling that that's what that note was supposed but was what's the name towards. of the last angel I don't know yet. Sorry. Don't worry, I put it in the notes. <laughs> Thank God. I, I, I Thank God it. I could I be confused. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they, they're talking to each other. One of them says, uh, surely Gendo knows the significance of re of releasing uh, Fiyutsuki for him. Uh, now we need another human sacrifice to uh, fill his place. And then there's a hard cut to uh, Ritsuko. Hint, hint. <clears throat> and then we cut over to uh to shinji yep mm -hmm. there's a much more upbeat track than usual playing on his oh wait we zoomed out and his headphones aren't in that explains it yeah he's looking uh pretty uh despondent yep masato comes in to talk to him and he says he is just numb he feels the pain but tears aren't coming anymore she says that all she can do is be here for him, but the way she makes this gesture is trying to slip her hand under his, and he immediately recoils and shouts her out of the room. Well, th this reads very differently from at least the sub that I watched on this, because she says, 
I'm sorry, this is all I can do for you. And she puts her hand on top of his, like she was going to, you know, yeah. grab his hand. And then Either way, recoils. it's a gesture of intimacy made, not there, there. Yeah, you know, this is this is something I'm very confused by for several reasons. Why? How could you possibly be confused by this? Why the fuck would Rosado do that? Why? why? Like, well, that's I, what I, the rest of this scene is for. Well, I mean, it's not like you re- can hug Shinji. Why? Because he's the person that he is, and Misato's in the emotional state that she is, right? Like, that okay. is the closest thing to... She can't offer him emotional comfort, because she's really jacked right now. So, the best yeah. thing she can do... And Shinji, not a hugger. So, the best thing she can do is try to comfort him. It's just, like, a hand on the shoulder is the way you should read that rather than a hey let's lock our fingers and make out. Yeah, well, that's, that's how clearly I what it. she's going for though. That, no, but that's the thing. She's clearly making a pass at him. Yes. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, you're correct. Oh yeah, Absolutely. you're 100% correct on that, Matt. Yeah, because like you think is like when I think you, you would try to comfort anybody, yes, hugging, <laughs> sure, or like pat on the shoulder or just like, yeah. you know, there's there's many other ways to to do that, and I don't know how this works, whether or not this is a different thing in Japanese culture or not, but this it's definitely not. read of, hey, uh, so let's fuck, I guess, which is, <laughs> this is all I can do for you now, which is like, it it, it does, at least it does too, the only thing I understand about why this would happen at all is because she's already feeling, you know, she's missing Kaji, that's something, part of her life that she had with Kaji that she can't have anymore. And then she sort of defaults into, well, I guess this is what a teenage, would make a teenage boy happy. But why? Why the fuck? Why? I just... So... Ugh. I could make you guesses as to the why of it, but I can't confirm anything. Mm-hmm. But you're correct, and that's definitely what she was doing. Because keep in mind, that's been a thing that she's been doing with less sincerity than this throughout the whole series is, well, you know, here you go. Here's a bikini shot of me or other things, all sorts of flirting. This is the first time she makes a gesture that she's trying to be comforting and get close to him. And he immediately goes, nope. Well, the thing is, she also I mean, I don't know. There was that scene during after her promotion when they're having a party and they have like you know a, a side conversation about you know like they had a type of in, like emotional intimacy and understanding of each other which is why this feels so out of character for Misato I mean and I guess you could say like this late track all the way back in like episode one where or two when he moves in and like Risako's just like oh how are things going in with your boyfriend like like that was a joke <laughs> that they decided to take seriously kind of I, I have no idea but like she, she's seen herself as his guardian, and this feels like a, a flagrant violation of that relationship, which she then points out later on when she's like, "I'm a terrible guardian." <clears throat> yep. I, just, I guess I, I read I just, it more platonically because it occurred to me, and like I get that it, it probably isn't, but it occurred to me that this time that Shinji literally has no one left available to him. Right, like the mm-hmm. residence area is mostly wiped out. Asuka's gone, Ray's gone, his father's not there, Kaji's gone, he literally has no one left, which is why I read this as more of, like, trying to be a comforting friend. I mean, the thing is, this this has a parallel in the next episode that we're gonna definitely talk about, 
where Shinji does <clears throat> not recoil from from a similar yeah. gesture, and it go and he go like, "What? Okay, but, but that that makes this more that's, that's the thing to sense. me, right? Like he doesn't reject that other one because Guaru understands him, and Masato clearly does not. I just think which it's is also, why I could read it that way. I mean, he's also in a like right now at this point, he's in a moment of pretty severe depression yeah. or at least shock and that is a bad time to try to get intimate with anybody spoiler like don't in real life like don't don't do that that's not a good idea but yeah so like i think it's almost as much a factor of like that's a really inappropriate thing to be doing for somebody in that emotional state besides the fact that it's already something you shouldn't be doing because he's a fucking child <laughs> so I all I'm gonna say here is, you're definitely right on that, Matt. And I'm surprised Chris is disagreeing, given a scene that's going to come up later. Oh, I'm not dis yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. It's just how I read this one in a vacuum. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's there's definitely a thing that confirms it. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. So that didn't go well. Uh, so Masato leaves the room. Uh, she says, uh, you know, all, she says to herself, um, you know, oh, is he uh, afraid of women? No, he's uh, just afraid of being intimate with people. Um, In the dub, slight... they change it slightly to, is this yeah. because I'm a woman or is he just be afraid of being close to anyone? Yeah, which is an interesting. See, that that's the kind of thing where I was thinking, like, Def whoa, that's prefer the sub here. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I think she makes all the wrong conclusions with that hard gesture instead of thinking it over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that definitely feels like it's leaping to a conclusion that No, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> Look, I have a fight. Uh... My child is wrong about a lot of things. Mhm. Mm yeah. But uh, her her um failure to connect to um other living creatures continues oh, when no. she I'm tries sorry, to. I agreed with that. I got. I got, I can't. I catch your gym now. My bad. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Carry on. <sighs> anyway, she tries to uh, call over Pen Pen, and Pen Pen's just like, "Nah, leave me alone." And then she makes a note, like, "Yeah, I'm a. I guess I'm a terrible guardian." Nobody no, no. The terrible guardian me. is later. She oh, later. she specifically just says, "I guess I'm the lonely one." Yeah. There's a director's cut only scene where Gendo and Fuyutsuki are down at the Ray tube. Fuyutsuki simply speaks, Ray, the product of my despair and the vessel of your hope. In the end, I suppose it was unreasonable to expect you to forget. Boy, uh, you should keep a document of all the things that are director's cut only. So that when we talk about- I, I have. Good. Because when we talk about End of Evangelion, boy- I can't wait to describe to have this document so Matt can see how out of a left field it all seems. Yeah, I can imagine it. Like there seems to be a lot of things that definitely color a bunch of scenes that were director's cut only. So, oh, oh, like the entirety of the wait. plot is director's cut only. Jesus. Just wait. Next episode, there's one that's completely hilarious. Okay. Uh, next morning, the phone that will never ring again does, and a hungover Misato answers. We don't hear the other side of the call, but she immediately screams for Shinji, and we cut to the same old hospital. Mm -hmm. 
Shinji immediately begins babbling out joy that Rei is alive and thanks him for thanks her for saving his life, and she just no sells it with, "I did what? Well, you saved me by sacrificing Unido O. Oh, I see, I saved you. Don't you remember? I just don't know. I think I'm probably the third one. Does, is that in the sub? Yeah, that's in both. I guess I wasn't looking. Right? Yeah, she says it outright. Which? How did? How did she? Okay. There's so many like little details about this. Where I'm just like, why would she know that? How would she know that? Why? This is confusing. But okay, I mean, we we get it. She's a clone. Yeah, she's she's known she's a clone. Uh huh. It's just well, this one does not have any. Here's the thing: this one doesn't know literally anything. Yeah, the last time they had to do this swap, they could cover it up with, "Oh, it's a little girl. Nobody's gonna." notice mm-hmm. anything different yeah she's just eternally curious and she had like a decade to be told about the world rather than 30 minutes or so uh it yeah, just makes me wonder pulled someone out and she doesn't know shit i mean presumably my read on the fact that she didn't know what happened was that last you know like how long has it been since your last backup oh it's been since before that fight <laughs> well there are no backups that's not how this works Wait, that's not how the dummy plug stuff works? That, no. That they're that's... not, like, backing up data from her memories? It's explicitly just combat data. They don't care about Rei as a person. Gendo doesn't care about anyone as a person. Like, Then how does she know how to speak Japanese? <laughs> Look, Matt, don't think about it too much. Think <sighs> about it, but I mean... not too hard. <laughs> okay, because, like... Because my, my read on this was just that, oh, of course she doesn't remember... You know, it, it's like the same thing that happens in, um... um near automata where um where you know spoilers maybe uh where 9s gets like you know he dies and he comes back yeah, at the end of round a and he comes back and he's like well i don't remember what happened there and it's because it's been he didn't back up his memories before then that's how i read this okay but here's the thing those are androids ray is not that oh sure yeah i yeah but there's, there's a certain level of like you just created a new human how does this human even know how to use their fine motor skills <laughs> if you don't have any type of memory embedded in there that I just, there's a lot of oh, we're going to cover that at the end of this episode. Guess we will. Also, it's explicitly not a human. Yeah, that's also true. Actually, fair point. Um, <laughs> shit gets wild. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you find out what the plot is in case you haven't figured it out. I mean, I don't know if I figured it out. Is the question? I can't wait to like, hear I what think you I... think the plot is. Okay, well, we'll get there. So Ray returns to her shitty apartment. She takes the bandages off, and you can tell she's completely intact, which makes me wonder why she was wearing bandages. Is that what's just because they expect her to be injured? Yeah, it's it's a cover, so nobody thinks, "Oh, this is another Ray." Yeah, yeah, but um, also they're not trying around. very hard. They're literally just reusing the model from the first few episodes. The bandages and eye patch are in the exact same place. Yeah, it's true. Um, and she's in her school uniform for some reason. That's weird, right? Well, it's what clothes they had. Yes, but we got all at, these dead teens. Rate, we have all these extra school uniforms. Ha! That's a good one, Chris. Well. Also, Fletch, uh, nice uh, Marie Kondo uh, pull here. Of course. <laughs> what are we talking about? Keeping it timely. 
Uh, yeah, so she she's intact, but uh, nothing around her room sparks joy, not even Gendo's glasses. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I, I apologize for nothing. <laughs> well, anyway, she grabs the glasses. And, it's less uh, good than the Dark Souls one. <clears throat> I, I don't remember the Dark Souls one. Oh, it's just a screenshot of a bonfire being kindled, and it says joy sparked. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and accurate. But anyway, she grabs uh, Gendo's glasses and she starts like twisting them like she's about to break them. But then she stops and realizes she's crying and is confused by this. And that's the end of that scene. So Gendo calls. Uh, we later find out this is the intelligence division. Just asking that people keep their eyes on the three pilots. Nothing more. The NJ division? <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> I hate you right now. <laughs> Fuyutsuki walks up and goes, the fact that Rei is alive is going to make Chairman Keel flip his shit. And Gendo goes, I gave the old men of Sele something else to look at. Hard cut to a naked Ritsuko in the middle of the Black Void monolith room. Yeah, I... Why? Uh, why so... Because they're, they're trying to humiliate her into, like, submission, right? It's like um, just an, an off, Like a Guantanamo-style interrogation tactic. So, yeah, depending on how you read this, I saw some translations do a different thing with this scene than others. Some people say that this is they have tortured her. Others say it is just, quote, humiliation. But they're very loose with it over the course of the next two episodes, going back and forth on whether she was physically manhandled or anything, or if it's just stand here naked and talk. Yeah, I got. I thought it was just stand there naked and talk. Because, well, uh, right? I, uh-huh. I'm not implying that she was tortured. It's just a, f- a, like, a way to help break down a person. Is to make them feel intensely uncomfortable so they're not on their A-game and you can get what they want, what you want out of them. Like I said, I don't know which is correct. I do not have that much fluency in Japanese to check it. I've just saw at least one translation refer to it as torture. Yeah, it's a very odd choice, Is is the thing for me. I mean, I just so, don't. Uh. Oh yeah, you first. Oh no, I was just like, I just don't understand why she has to be naked. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because every other time we like, like Masada wasn't naked when she was getting chewed out by Sale. You know, like Matt. Uh, they're a bunch Yutsuki of conservatives. Why are you surprised? <clears throat> um. Side. They they try to good cop, bad cop this, and she verbally spits in their face. So this immediately changes when they go, yeah, Gendo handed you over instead of Ray. This is all his fault. Still got a thing for bad boys? And she just looks pissed. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Misato has recovered the butt stuff spy time playset, and it contains a final, final message from Kaji, alongside a microchip. She holds it up and just says, the silence of this phone doesn't hurt so much anymore. Not since you gave me your heart and soul. Yeah, the uh, the, the sub has a slight different reading on that last slide, which is like, now that I understand your feelings. I think it's, uh, that I have accepted your feelings, your feelings yeah. A- accepted your feelings, yeah, that's what it was. Which, which, I, is, which I actually I like, like the less. fact that she, yeah, I like that she acknowledges the sheer gesture of all of this. Mm-hmm. Like you, you trusted everything to me. Yeah, this is better than just hearing you say "I love you." Mm-hmm. 
So, Ritsuko is going down the eleva- the escalator, uh, the plot escalator, and uh, yeah. because it's the plot escalator, Saline narrates over top of it and says that uh, releasing Ritsuko, is- she's different than Fuyutsuki, releasing her is better for-, for their plans than giving back. Oh, this is what written the opposite way I would have said it. Okay, got it. Saline, I had a hundred degree fever when I wrote Saline this. narrates over this and says that releasing Ritsuko is uh, better than their plans for giving back Fuyutsuki because she's different than him. Uh, which is basically that she will rebel against Gendo rather than going back to being like a right hand for him. Uh, mm-hmm. She services the Avas and Mankind. Will they uh, mention that eight new Avas are being prepared and four that are not? They they do highlight that. I have no idea why. Yeah, that... there's. They said there's going to be twelve. I think that just. Only... I think I'm supposed to. I think we're supposed to read this as four done already. Well, I thought four were not ready yet. They were working on eight, but there's still four more to go. Well, there are eight being prepared and four that are not being prepared, a.k.a. they are done being prepared, and it's just a dumb way to say oh. it. Yeah, whatever hey, the case is. that's in every translation. Fuck Sele. It's, it's I mean, fucking at stupid. The very, at the very least, there's supposed to be 12. That's, uh-huh. that's the takeaway. It's a... What the fuck? Oh, they sorry. I missed the I missed the word earlier. "what," which is why this sentence yeah. was confusing. Uh, yes. And then they say the annihilation of Tokyo Three will be good material to base our plans on. And it says, uh, "Hint." In our notes, it says, "Hint." What do they need? What do they still need if they returned Fuyutsuki and Ritsuko? I have no idea. Oh come on! They were talking. Quite- they were talking about it earlier in the episode, dude. Uh, like I thought, it would have to do something with uh, with the angel in the basement, and the LCL. Like they maybe. literally say, human sacrifice is needed. Oh, human sacrifice! Oh, right, yeah, because they did mention uh, they want they would want a sacrifice, and they gave up Ritsuko. They gave up for Yutsuki. We need another one. Oh my god! Then they gave up Ritsuko. The worst. Yeah, yeah but imagine like, Fuyutsuki oh, so- is the central character of EOE. Oh, so they would—they need oh, a sacri- They need somebody whose soul would go into these new Avas. Is that is that the read on that? No, no. Uh, you will not guess this because this is a thing that, like, you will not see coming. Okay. Like the entirety of End of Ava. Uh. So Ritsuko calls Misato's apartment. Uh, Shinji picks up and he just says, "Uh, she just says, huh? She just says." Isn't that what I said? You said no, he, whatever. You said uh, she says, uh, "Yo, house arrest is over. Come see me." Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, she says that for the next few minutes, you have no detail. Get out here while you can. Meet me at Nerve. Oh, that's not what does not say that in the sub. Yeah, the sub just says, "I've lifted your, uh, I've lifted your uh, hold. You can go outside now." And this is why I thought he was basically on house arrest since uh, Unit O One flipped out. No, this is specifically when Gendo put detail on all the pilots. She goes, "I, I gave your guys the runaround. Get over here in the few minutes while they can't see you." Yeah, because the, the the sub here says, uh, "Listen, listen to me. I've, uh, I've lifted. Yeah, just listen to me." I've released the restraints placed on you. You should be able to go outside now. Yeah, it and does not imply any of that. 
Yeah, it doesn't imply that it was like temporary or that it was like, I mean, it definitely has a desperation of, hey, you're probably going to need to, you know, you come over here because, or at least that's the conversation that happens off screen, but it wasn't implied that it was that clandestine. Yeah, it, that's the whole thing is getting yeah. him out there without right, of course, of course, anyone of course. knowing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, we cut to the uh, the basement tube area. I don't, I don't know what like it's it's so confusing. Terminal exactly dogma. Where, terminal dogma. We're at terminal dogma, um, and Ritsuko tries to uh, swipe her card to open the gate. It doesn't work, and then she feels a gun to her back, which is held by Misato. Who says you're gonna need my password to get in there? And uh, Ritsuko's like, "Okay, that's fine, but he's gonna have to come too." And then Shinji shows up out of the shadows. Yeah, she flips on a light, and Shinji is just staring horrified because one of his surrogate moms has a gun to the other of his surrogate moms' back. Also, yeah, what a weird, what a weird switch that it only turns on one light in like one spot behind you and to the left. Which just happens to be where Shinji was hiding, where Masato <laughs> snuck up behind Ritsuko, but didn't see Shinji. <laughs> Don't think about it yeah, too let's hard. Not, let's not even think about the electricity <laughs> in this base. It's just, yeah. It's like 5,000 switches to light up the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. There are no less than 18 switches I have to turn off before I leave my job. And they all work in the most contradictory manner. Like, I have to occasionally turn some on as I leave to make sure lights go off. But only some nights, because that clearly means there's a switch somewhere else in the building I don't know about. It's wild. We only have the one, but also my wall is right next to behind the net in Ace Kids soccer training building. Which just means you hear them blast the Moana soundtrack and other awful indie music while soccer balls hit the wall right next to you incredibly loud. That I work sounds in a like building torture. that is nothing but human misery. It is three <laughs> stories. Uh, our office takes up most of the first story, oh, except like for a, the libertarian bank. Sorry, like a Majin Boo house. Oh, no, it gets better. <laughs> the second floor is a weird charter school that seems to be like some kind of religious brainwashing camp. It's a charter school, and you th- already said that. <clears throat> and the third one... Got him has a <laughs> has a men's rights father's only attorney who specializes in divorce cases. Oh no, and is has it a really fucking right. family van. court meme? Yes, it really is that guy and he has a van <laughs> with his number on it that says need divorce, need protection that he just parks around the neighborhood. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> That's rough, man. Literally everything in the building I work in is human misery. Do you also work for Salesforce? I don't, but we... Dude, the thing I've been bitching about for months now that is slowly killing me that I have to head is a transition to Salesforce. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. I have to help spearhead that for our department. How's it feel to be like the world's worst panopticon? <sighs> it just makes that scene in War for the Planet of the Apes so much better when the apes are using a half-built Salesforce tower as their base. I haven't, I haven't seen that because no matter how many people tell me it's good, I can't believe that a Planet of the Apes movie is good. The new trilogy is good. You've got to try it. 
I don't believe you. I would, I would maybe believe it if Matt told me this. I haven't watched. Any I of should that, clarify. But I don't believe you specifically. <laughs> oh, I figured. <laughs> Do you know how often I hear that? It's more than zero. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, speaking of Planet so- of the Apes. We cut to yeah. Artificial Evolution Laboratory Annex 3. I did it. I made a good segue and then talked about it, so it's bad. I'm good. <sighs> Matt can participate. He can tell us about this. Okay, fine. Yeah, so we get to the bottom and uh, you have this uh, room. It's like completely made out of like concrete walls and stuff, and there's like. There's a cot, there's some, you know, bandages, and it, it looks a lot like Ray's room. Not not exactly. There's a lot more equipment in it. But, um, yeah, you see her pills there. It's it's a very similar shot. There's, like, shit written on the walls. Like, one of them says, like, uh, like top, and then the other one says bottom underneath. And there's just, like, random scribbles all over it. Um, but, yeah, uh, Shinji says, this just looks like Ray's room, and... Ritsuko says, this is Ray's room. And she says that this is Ray was born and raised, and it must have left an impression on her. Well, she says, every Ray came from this. It must have left that impression on them subconsciously. Yeah, there's a good mm-hmm. shot, too. Like, the, the shot where uh, Shinji says that line, this looks like Ayanami's room. It's got a really nice, uh, like a really sharp Dutch angle, and you can see Misato and uh, Shijina. I like that. And then it repeats with, um, there's another shot of, uh, it cuts to a shot of Ritsuko cutting the other way. I, I don't know. I just really like that that piece of direction. On to the next room, which mm-hmm. is an elephant graveyard. And by elephant, I mean a Vanglion. It's a big, cross-shaped ditch full of giant humanoid skeletons. Cross-shaped and more, actually, because we Mm -hmm. scroll up and see circles and pits and, uh... Hey, Matt, have you figured out that shape yet? It's a Sephiroth. Yep. Sephiroth. Excuse me. Yep. Wow. You are correct. Wow. You would get fucking thrown out of synagogue for that. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just... Final hey, Fantasy just, wait, just invaded my brain. <laughs> I I start bitching about how they screw up Hebrew later in these notes. Oh god. Yeah. 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 So uh yeah, that's creepy. Uh and they said these are all the, the failed experiments from earlier Ava's. And uh Shinji's like, wait, they're people? <laughs> yeah. They're like, dude, get with the program. <laughs> Uh, no, that's in the next scene. That's the next scene where they go into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Ritsuko twists the knife a little and goes, Oh, this is also where your mom died, Shinji. You remember that? Did we talk about this explicitly? Yeah, Matt, we do you did know- in the flashback episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, no, like, I know that his mom, like, vanished into Unit Zero One. Yeah, so... Like, I- Let's just be explicitly clear for Matt here, because I don't know if we ever made this explicitly clear. Uh, basically, in the activation test for O1, back at the beginning of Nerve, Shinji's mom mm-hmm. was in it. And then what right. happened to Shinji, where the sink rate got too yeah. high and his soul got sucked yeah, yeah. into it, is what happened to his mom. Right, and uh, yeah, because that's when they, uh, Ritsuko said, oh, it happened once before, we couldn't recover the person. Like, this is what happens when you hit 400% sink rate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. We, um, the thing is... The- 
This con- that confuses me though because this room does not look like the rooms that they showed in those earlier scenes because well, the the scenes stop. where they just changed the hue light bulbs. Don't be weird. Well, no, no. I'm saying like the the there was an observatory observatory deck because remember like wh- there was that whole scene like where. Uh, he's, yeah, he's like your glass. kids in here. It looked like the it looked like the test area where well, they were doing uh, all those other tests. Well, they, what they like did is they room. said, "Alexa, give me evil mood lighting," and then all the light bulbs adjusted. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't see the the observation deck that Shinji was standing. You know, the, everybody was standing in when it happened. Yes, it could just be behind them up on a wall, and they're actually in, on the ground floor in the room. Yeah, I just I when they said like, oh, this is the room where that happened. I went like, really? Oh, OK, I guess. Or uh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, oh, God. Then they go to the brain room. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ritsuko says Ritsuko says this is where we produce, quote, the components of the W plugs. Uh, she presses a button and the black walls lift up to show the entire room is a tank around them full of naked rays. And not just naked rays, they are naked and somewhat functional rays. Because they all turn their heads to look at the three, and it's fucking gross and horrifying. I think the most disturbing part of this scene isn't when they all move as one. It's the fact that all of them have this fucking gleeful expression on their face. It's so horrifying, yeah. Hey, what's up? You've yeah, yeah. never How's it seen going? Ray smile like this. Yeah, and they all have, yes, uh... Nip, uh, nipples drawn on Yeah, them. they're all anatomically correct. Yeah, why? Well, hi. I mean, like, here's the thing. The entire way we've gone through this show, Matt, every would it be time they've shown a nipple. if they had swollen labia? Worse, Chris. Okay. Worse. Just just point out, it could be worse. Hey, good news. It's going to get worse. Hell yeah. Oh, no. Because, like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, the entire time they've been showing naked you know the naked female characters which they've done multiple times like you know asuka and stuff they've either covered them or they just didn't show any nipple at all and this like they just they they drew a lot of nipples uh yeah there is some weird definition between the thighs on ritsuko like you can clearly tell here's where the vagina goes on ritsuko yeah they have that one shot, the the ass effect angle, and there is some weird definition there. Yeah, I mean, you could kind of, yeah, yeah, I know, you're right. Yep. Uh, but this, of course, answers the question of, uh, like, yeah, because not, also, none of these, none of these rays have pubic hair, which explains the whole, like, when she's in the tube. Yeah, thing. Matt, that's why you don't play ball. Yes, that is true. That is one reason why. <laughs> But speaking of playing ball, Ritsuko begins monologuing. Uh, Mm -hmm. 15 years ago, mankind found God, and in his folly, they tried to make him their toy. That's why there was divine retribution, a.k.a. second impact. Uh, The God they found had also disappeared by then, a.k.a. Adam was gone, and then they tried to revive him. Yeah, you, you misread that. What? The Adam was what we created from that original thing that we found. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what the the sub says. Yeah, that they 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 tried to create their own god from the god they found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, no, no. The, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I yes, yes, pieced yes, this yes, together yes. real carefully so you wouldn't be bitching at me. Okay. <laughs> I got I got it. Okay. Mankind uh-huh. found Adam, tried to make an Adam. They made Ava. Uh, and they there was the second impact. The god they found had also disappeared by then, and they tried to revive him. The result was Adam. Okay. Whatever. This, uh, this is what they say. Okay. Yeah, but... Also, not what the plot is. Guess what? Maybe Ritsuko's lying. I just transcribed. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, this is this is not correct. Uh, the result was Adam, and imitating God, they created people from Adam, the Avas. Yeah, so- And at this point, Misato interrupts and goes, what the fuck do you mean they're all human? Yeah, and the thing is, that doesn't quite... And this is where but I, I guess make my human Gino because joke they have you know they're human already because they have fingernails. I mean, like the thing is, they're human because they have human souls in them. That's right. Because if the Avas are made from Adam, they're not human, right? Mm, not technically. Yeah, because they, yeah. then, like Ritsuko goes on to say, like, "Oh, Avas, they're alive, but they don't have a soul, and they need souls, and we take souls from humans and put them in there, and now they're." Yeah, essentially I, human. I think Ritsuko is Ritsuko is almost correct. Uh, we will talk about it next episode. We will stop after the scene where Kararu talks to Sele and explain the plot. I mean, there's also there's a there's a bit here where they, they say explicitly, if I'm jumping ahead, let me know that uh, Ray was the only one born of Adam that had a soul intrinsically. So yeah, that's also incorrect. Yeah, that's. Let's just go with. Let's just ignore this. This ig- is what she yeah, says. Ignore this shit. This because is, this is all wrong. Whether Ritsuko is lying or misled, and it's probably misled, she's not right. Yeah, all of this okay. is wrong, which is why I came off very confused. Uh, I will point out that I don't envy either team who had to work on this scene because it's so fucking complex that subs and double like are speeding through this to keep up with the denser Japanese. Mm hmm. Translators note Kaikaku means chamber of guff. Huh. Uh, Ritsuko hits another button on her remote, and all the rays giggle as they disintegrate into bloody chunks, like their heads fall off, their guts come out, and the water only turns a little redder as laughter fills the room, and you get all these great bits flying around. Uh-huh. And it's the same laughter that you were hearing from the angel, too. Yep. Which is creepy. And then uh, Ritsuko says that oh, I'm she... Sorry, I'm stop highlighting. She got, uh, she got tricked by uh, Gendo, like mother, like daughter, and breaks down crying. Yeah. She also screams about how these, these aren't human. She just lost to a thing with something human. Soulless dolls beat her. And this is part of where the, they mention, you know... This is the first part where torture comes up in some of the subtitles. You know, I could endure any torture, but, you know, I don't care what happens to my body, but he just rejected me. Which, I mean, she should have known because of what happened to her mother, right? That's oh. explicitly it. Like, mother-like daughter, she says. Yeah, but like, I guess I don't know how much she knew as to why her mother did what she did. Evangelion. Everyone can be summarized as everyone thinks Gendo likes them. Gendo doesn't like them. Why would anybody be drawn to Gendo? I don't get it. Because it's Gendo. 
that's not a good answer. <laughs> I mean, I could tell you why most of the people in this series are drawn to him. There's a cup. There's three easy reasons. Mm-hmm. There's people like Fuyutsuki, and Misato is sort of in this camp for a bit, where it's like he's the boss. I've got no reason to distrust him until I do. Well, that's not Fuyutsuki's thing. Well, yes, Fuyutsuki is a special case because he's drawn into this by a whole web of conspiracy and lies. Well, it's not even that. Fuyutsuki just, just wants, he's trying to get it wet. Yeah. He wants the same thing Gendo does, but in the saddest way possible. Eh, I'm just saying. that That's definitely the tier I'd put him in of these three. Tier mm-hmm. two, people who want to fuck him. And that's, uh... The entire Akagi family, Ray maybe, but Ray's kind of questionable on this one. Yeah, very questionable. <laughs> and then there's tier three where it's you know he's saving the human just... race. Well, oh, that's what they think. Go, like, uh, well, that's that's just like why people work for. I was gonna say tier three is people who are actually like trying to cozy up to him, where it's you know Shinji. Who yeah, I, just wants some kind of approval. I mean, I just... I, I get the idea that he... I mean, they, they laid track that he got close to Yui because of her connections. Like, he was he was working that angle. But he still tried to raise a child with her, which feels a little bit more serious than just... I, I, I still don't know why he was, like, hooking up with uh, Ritsuko's mother. She, I don't know what was the point of that. Uh, manipulation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, but only to the point where I mean, like, I wonder how much, like, what what she ended up doing, you know, the the murder suicide, whether or not that fucked up his plans at all. I, nope. I, I assume nope. it did. Nope, he already got what he no. wanted. He got the computers, my dude. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's yeah. It's not a. This is not a good turn for for. For Ritsuko, unfortunately. And she also says uh, to Masato, please kill me. Uh, like, I know if you you want to kill me, I understand. Actually, you know what? Do it. I want you to. And Masato's like, no. Yeah, you really are a fool if you think I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is going to be such a long episode. We're at an hour and 13 minutes. I know. Yeah, and I'm going to take a piss break when we're done. Hell here. yeah. Uh, well... Uh, inappropriate, hell yeah. Uh, Misato (laughs) lowers her gun with the perfect look of scorn and says, if that's what you want, you really are a fool. And then she closes the episode, pondering about the curse of the Avas and all who come in contact with them. Uh, only in the subs does she make vocal the obvious, even me. uh Mm Uh-huh. And then we cut to episode 24 with the worst second title, uh... It is titled The Final Messenger slash The Beginning and the End, comma, or, quote, knocking on heaven's door, end quote. What did I just say about a piss break? Go. I'm just saying, don't, don't fucking steamroll onwards. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You can, you can cut. Like, yeah, just, I just plan yes. to read it. The little goose is dead. The bats have left the bell tower. The victims have been bled and velvet lines. The black box. The little goose is dead.
Matt hates this episode. I, I don't like it. I'm <laughs> curious to hear why. In, in penance, you're going to start by reading at the beginning, and then we'll talk about it at the end. <laughs> well, we start off with a flashback. I don't know if this is a flashback or like a fever dream, but whatever the case is. This um, is a flashback. It's what she's thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. definitely. Uh, so little Asuka is uh, running to meet her mom, and she's very excited and is saying things like, hey, I was chosen. I'm going to be an elite pilot now. This is a secret, but I'll only tell you. Everyone will be nice to us now. We'll never be lonely again, even though dad's not around. Look at me. Look at me, mama. And then this is all being intercut with uh, uh, scenes of the doors opening. And then uh, the last one, the door opens and you see a silhouette of a person uh, hanging by their neck. Uh this seems weird because we watched the director's cut version, but if you didn't watch that, you didn't really might not have known her mom killed herself. No, that's that's not that's in the regular. Is that in the regular? Because I thought the regular yeah, was no. in the regular. I thought the regular was just the door. No, I'm talking about 23 in 23. Well, I think, I, it's just the door opening a lot, right? Well, I, I think um, the, the, in 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is making yeah, I mean, explicit it, what we already know because we saw the director's cut version of that. Um, At the very I least, don't know if we saw her hanging before. No, we didn't. I mean, all we knew, and I think this might have been director's cut, was the conversation between her father and his, the woman he was sleeping with. No, that was... It right? wasn't director's cut only. They moved it around yeah. in the episode. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. It, at that point, she wasn't dead yet. And then later on, she, was, she committed suicide. It was definitely mentioned that she died and at her own hand like yeah we didn't know that asuka found her yes that's true i mean we can presume that that's what would have happened <laughs> but yeah so well i don't think we knew that her dad left yet uh maybe not maybe that was yeah. not that was vague we knew she point. had a stepmom we knew it was the doctor mm-hmm. so we go from that and this is a, uh, a director's cut thing. Huh. The door shuts and we huh. hear it. Nope. A... Fletcher is going to answer a question before this. Okay. okay. So what's the deal with O2 then? Because her mom's still here. Something clearly happened to her to make her a shell. Oh, okay. You don't know this yet. So the test that took away Yuyakari, she was absorbed into the O1. Right. Completely. Like body and soul. Yes. The testing error, when they were talking about her own work did her in, her experiment, etc. in uh, episode 22, that's because what happened with Asuka's mother is Dr. Soryu was doing the experiment herself. Her soul was fragmented into the Ava. So she is just a husk. Okay. Yeah, she she's the nobody. That's got why it. she basically went crazy after that. I'm that sorry to bring Kingdom Hearts into this. She's just a nobody now. Hey, guess what? There's at least one Kingdom Hearts reference later in these notes. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean that that makes a lot more sense. Um, it wasn't super explicit, but that 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 checks out. Yeah, it just yeah. literally occurred to me that her mother's still there despite like the robot. Yeah. Yeah. The, the reason her mother had the breakdown and went mad is that her soul was no longer in her. And now we cut to the most important coffee pot of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... Uh, this is actually director's cut only, I will point out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. because the scene yeah. is 
the beginning of a scene in End of Ava. Yeah, and it's really cut together with like little bits and pieces. Like it's definitely, it's very rushed. But yeah, you, you hear, um, you know, Asuka is having a fight with Shinji. She slaps him, and we're at, we're at the apartment, and you know. Shinji tells her, like, look, I'm sorry. Kaji's dead. There's nothing we can do. And then she's like, you're lying. And there's a cut of the coffee pot on the floor. So I will point out, just in case anyone's not getting it, only in the director's cut does Asuka even learn Kaji died. Which would make the other scene really weird. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, so, the, and the, the very next scene is we see uh, Asuka completely naked, Having, uh, but having folded her clothes very neatly on a chair, she's she's sitting in a bathtub in a one of the a blown out house. in a bombed out house, and you, it looks as I I didn't read it this way, but it looks as if she had slitteris is trying is bleeding out. Yeah, she did. It could also just be stagnant water on account. Yeah, but on account of it having been a week. Yeah, I did not read it as like it's hard to. T- I mean, obviously I. They do the face really thing, awful. though, which is why I think you're supposed to internalize it that way. Like, yeah, where her face is more gaunt. Yeah. But the thing is, at this point, she has been missing for seven days. Well, yep. I'm just yep. been hey, doing doing the Trent Reznor, thinking about killing herself out in the woods. Yeah. So, you know, she's muttering to herself, saying she's, you know, her sink rate is zero. She's not qualified to be an Ava pilot anymore. She's not really the second child. No one will look at me. My parents won't look at me, even though I, they're gone. I mean, I I have no idea what happened to her father, by the way. Her father's just really off um, fucking our doctor, I guess. Yeah, the, her father remarried and has a life in Germany. And just never talks to her. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He call. He was one of the people who was talking to her in that phone call. Oh, I thought it was just her stepmom. No, her father asks after her. Okay. At any rate, so there's a, a shadow comes from off screen and says, "Are are you uh, Asuka? So are you?" And it cuts away. So, and we go back to the uh, nerve command center where, um, God, I could never remember his name. It's the guy who looks like Phoenix Wright. How you got? Ayuga. Uh he he says, uh, "Oh, intelligence division two reports that they had found the second child, uh, the second child, and have her safely in custody." Which makes me think she didn't try to, she didn't slit her wrist because it would have been way more, way more like uh, she was trying to kill herself, and they just were able to get to her before she bled she out. She one hundred percent did. Look at her wrists as we go on. Yeah. Okay. Also, I, that that's a real easy way to do it wrong. Yeah, you go for the throat if you mean it. Yeah, well, if you're just doing the romantic, okay, I'm I should have out. said if you mean it. <laughs> you I'm shouldn't sorry. be giving advice on how to murder yourself. I, <laughs> remember Look. the easy mnemonic, kids. Big Bird says it's down the road, not across the street. Ah, uh, yikes! 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 I had I had a really emotionally distressed girlfriend for a long time, and what I can say is that you can cut your wrists a lot. And not be trying to not actually kill yourself. Yeah. Same. So remember, Chris and I are joking about this from a place of actual trauma. Yikes. Eh. That's sad. Not everybody gets to have a happy childhood, Matt, third child, Marcus. 
Hey, I'm the firstborn. Wait, what, what, what do we mean third child? That, look, speaking of the lizard people, Asuka's replacement, the fifth child, arrives. Uh, and Misato thinks that's too convenient. And uh, mm-hmm. Shinji's alone in the apartment, uh, and he wonders what his father's doing in the lab, given the fact that he can no longer deny that all the Ray's clones, or the Ray he knew, uh... Oh, oh I missed miss the word interacted with. Uh, yeah. All the Ray's he's interacted with remind him of his mother. And, uh... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, he's just thinking, what the hell are you doing, father? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... Does he? Re- he doesn't remember what his mother looks like, though, which is what's interesting about it. He does. It. We we've gone through to the point where he definitely does. Like, I guess remember this the the, the hand drawing of her breastfeeding Shinji that we saw in sixteen occurred well, no, in that, his that head, was the... not just for us, the viewer. Well, no, her 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 image was obscured. I remember I took a screenshot of it. That's but the photo. after that, the angel oh, episode okay. and everything he flashback he can remember the time that she got sucked into the machine oh got it okay yeah like, so anyway the angel yeah, showed him those pictures of her in his subconscious the photo was his conscious memory where he did not remember her so like he he didn't piece it together that that they looked alike until uh until he saw like oh hey there's a bunch of them and she's clearly a clone of some sort therefore she has to be a clone of his mother like is that the well he he's takes? definitely gotten feelings that reminded her oh absolutely him of his mother yeah but this point he's like this is not in my head what the fuck dad well oh so you can also read it there's there's another way you can read this, which is how I initially took this until I read these notes, which is that when he's in Zero, it does remind him... Uh, oh, you know what? That's the same thing, actually. Yeah, they're the same thing. It reminds him of his mother in Zero, because Zero uh, mm-hmm. feels like Ray when he's in there that one time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we cut to a cell. Doesn't where... that mean this is the fourth ray? The first one would be in zero, because that's the only one that had a soul. Well, that that was the original person. That was Yui. It wasn't a ray clone. No, Yui's one. Yui is. one? I don't think the zero has a soul. I think. I, I think it does. I think they. There's do. a whole like there's an actual argument in the fandom about this. So it, well, okay. Uh, here's the thing. Wait, so. Did, did Yui disappeared in Unit 01, right? Right, yes. Not unit 00. But they say that the first Ray, born of Adam, had a soul, which is what makes me think that went in zero. Okay, I can... That makes Nothing certain, confirms or denies it. Yeah, that, that makes a certain sense, uh, because, I mean, but, of course, we know that there's Ray, the little child who got, uh, you know, choked. Death. That would also, be the first clone of. Oh, that would be the first clone of the original Ray that went in zero in this situation. But then, when also, when's there's the original one thing Ray? you're missing, Chris. We know Adam's soul isn't in Ray. I, I'm aware of that, but I'm just saying. I'm aware of that. That doesn't mean the other one's not there. All right. Yeah, I. It, As it, all of the imagery actually clear. implies. Anyway, we'll yeah, I've I've just cut all this out because it went nowhere. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, it didn't. We came to no conclusion. The conclusion is that the original Ray Soul is in the robot. Don't worry about it. <sighs> All right, I'll leave that for you there. Anyway, yeah, problem solved. Gendo goes into Ritsuko's cell. And she rebuffs him as the first move, mentioning that her cat died when she trusted to his grandmother. I hadn't gone to visit it in so long, but now all I know is I'll never see her again. Oh my god. What? Nothing. You just fucking... Why did you write down that quote? What? Which part? The the cat thing? Because it's a huge part of her character! She's like... That's what makes a lot of this click for her. I gave everything to you and you don't feel anything about oh, you know what that i didn't I... think about that at all and that she gave up her cat for even even for gendo okay i'm sorry i'm yeah. emotionally unintelligent yeah the whole point of that is this this is what i did for you and now all i have is that pain because you've betrayed me mm-hmm. uh the conversation is as follows why did you destroy the dummy system I didn't destroy the dummy system. I destroyed Ray. Okay. Why? Because I'm not happy anymore, and I'm just going to cut in the clip right here. I'll ask you once more. Why did you do it? I'm not happy anymore. Not even when you make love to me. Do whatever you want with me. It's never stopped you before. You disappoint me. (laughs) You had no hopes or expectations of me to start with. Shinji is out by the uh, the newest lake in Tokyo 3. It's dusk. Uh, Playing the fishing sort of minigame. Playing the fishing minigame. <laughs> um, and he's sort of talking about how, like, you know, Asuka is gone. She she went MIA. He still does, probably doesn't know where she is. Um, all his friends have left because the city is gone. Yeah, they were in the shelters that were under the ground when the blast happened. Yeah, but the the city is effectively gone. Yeah. So every everyone yeah. just pe- they're like we they pieced everybody out, and uh, he doesn't have the courage to talk to Ray because that's kind of awkward. Um, and oh, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it is straight uh, up like the cover of a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. There's literally like the lakes look like a Mickey Mouse head a little bit. There's like a big circle and two small circles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're a little bit, you know. If this was Kingdom Hearts 3, Shinji would take out his phone and take a picture so he could get the true ending. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, he hears uh, somebody humming Ode to Joy. And uh, this is uh, the quote we're talking about. Just like Kingdom Hearts, every beach in Tokyo 3 is a Yaoi beach. Have fun with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, So this mysterious uh, boy says, uh, singing is good. It brings joy. I think this, I think song is the highest achievement of Lillen culture. Do they really say uh, Lillen in the dubs and not Lillen? Okay. There's a note right beneath this that got shoved into the next page. Okay. Here you are. (laughs) This is Fletcher's an anal retentive prick corner. Yeah. <laughs> the actual Hebrew word they're mangling here is lilin. I wrote it as such in the notes because that's what the word is. But yes, the subs and the dub have them all saying lilim, even though that's not the word. 
Y'all but, read it however the fuck you want. I'm just going to get mad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're appropriating yeah. that culture. <laughs> True, actually. <laughs> uh, but, like... Who cares? Yeah, here's the thing. is that uh, According to Wikipedia... Um, oh, oh, boy. We're being <laughs> Jim Davis now, I guess. Yes, apparently. Yeah, it's a term for night spirits. Although, it's being clearly used here for humans. Uh, right. Well, okay. All it the means term is night children spirits. of Lilith. The, the term night yeah. spirits is actually pretty good, given what we're going to tell you later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, the point is the, the word black is meant one, to right, be Fletch? Yeah, yeah, the okay. one from the dark moon. Yeah. So, at any rate... I hear a phone, by the way. Yeah, I do. Yeah, too. I'm not getting. That. Okay, it is. It is just. <laughs> oh wait, I don't have a phone. It couldn't be my house. Never mind. Yeah, it's in another room. Do you have a phone? Yeah. So. Yes. Why? Because I share a house with four people. Oh, okay. I'm willing to accept yeah. that some other plebe you live with owns a phone instead of you. Yeah, I never answer that thing. Mm-hmm. At any rate, uh. Shinji responds to uh, you know the question of oh d- don't you think that uh, um, singing is the the height of uh, Lulin culture uh, don't you agree and Shinji's like what <laughs> <laughs> and, and he actually calls him by name this this character calls him Shinji Kari and Shinji's like how do you know my name and he's like everyone knows your name and you should know that everyone knows your name I'm surprised you don't. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, uh, my name is Kaoru Nagisa, and I am the fifth child. Just call him Kaoru, Matt. We're white. It's Kawaru. okay. <laughs> Don't worry. He has an easier to say name later. Sure. Um, Does he? But yeah, he said, uh, he said, I'm one of the yeah. children that's part of the design like you. <laughs> I am the fifth child. And so and he, he immediately cuts... From you know, from the introduction to be like, "Hey, call me by my first name," and Shinji's like, "Uh, you can call me Shinji, I guess." And they Shinji blushes at him, and they cut away. And there's a which... small trickle of blood out of Shinji's nostril. <laughs> there is. <no. laughs> um, for there those is who haven't spirit. seen this, <laughs> uh, Kaoru is a fey young man who has purple, like gray everyone hair in similar... anime, like everyone who isn't Toji in this show. I don't know, Ida? Um, uh. Ida definitely has the same lanky body type. I mean, I guess. I'm saying Toji is the only young man who has a more bulky frame. That's true. Okay, Kawaru looks like a Square Enix character where everyone else looks like a person. Okay, that's not that's true. Well, he also like accurate. Yeah, he, he looks very much like, especially in coloration, uh, a male ray. Oh, we forgot to talk about how fucking how, that. Just real quick, maybe you, the uh, yeah. the next on for last episode tells you how much of a flaming wreck the end of the show is. That the next on is actually just some storyboards. Well, that was true was of that, this episode too. I was gonna say, was that true of twenty three? Because yes. I mentioned it about twenty. It was true. It's 23. definitely true. Okay, I didn't. Yeah. Here's the thing. I didn't watch this next on. On 24, it's worse for reasons I'll go into later. Yeah. Oh, wait, I did watch it because I explicitly was able to note that that's end of Ava storyboard. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think I recognize that, too. The the, Uh, the thing with the weird amnesia mouth. Maybe not that. 
I'm going to quickly hop on 23 just to check because I did not see that. Yeah, it so. is. It's okay. It's hilarious, actually. Oh yeah, we we didn't mention that uh, uh, Kawaru is like sitting on a statue that looks that has like an angel wing sticking out. It, that's it, later. We'll see. No, that's no, no, later. He's, no, no, he's just on a building right now. Well, no, no, right. Like you look at the picture, it still looks at, has a little angel wing. Um, in that shot, it, it's a different statue, but it definitely looks similar. Hey, uh, you're right. Yeah, these are definitely just storyboards. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they fucking South Park around the stationary thing of Kawaru. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it yeah. At this point God. everything is so much worse than that. And everything is again, we'll... coming in extremely hot because all of the plot in this episode is director's cut only. Mm-hmm. Not quite that bad, but yeah, we'll get there. But basically. A little. So Misato and Hayuga are having a chat in her car. They're on the vehicle elevator that is only an anime and video games. Uh, Kawaru's records were scrubbed a long time ago, and all they can find out about him is what Sele sent them directly. Uh, there's the, there's no Marduk report this time, even. They're just not pretending. And he was yeah. born on the same day as the second impact thinking emoji. Uh <laughs> no kidding. Hayuga did hack into the Intel department files because apparently everybody can hack in the show uh, just to try to find out more. And while he found nothing about Kawaru, he did find out about the prison cell they're holding Ritsuko in. We have the first sync test for the new crop of pilots. Fuyutsuki expresses instant disbelief Kawaru is showing 100% sync with the unit, even before we recalibrate the core. But all readings in the Magi confirm that's accurate. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone is kind of flipping out at this, because that should not happen. Except for Masato, who's just kind of like, well, let's just take the data as it is and then work from there. We can't. Yeah, you get everything you know. but a Nani. Yeah. Director's cut only scene. Koru is waiting at the top of the plot escalator for Ray, who is surprised to see him. Oh, you must be the first child. Ray Ayanami, you're the same as I am. How interesting both of us ended up in the form of the Lilin to live on this planet. Ray's only response is identify yourself, and the scene ends. That's fucking so stupid. Why even have her say anything? Eh. Oh my god, dude. Everything that's about the actual plot of the show is director's cut only. Mm-hmm. Well, they, you saw how rushed they were at this point. Okay, Matt, real quick. Imagine this episode without this or the scene where Kawaru talks to Sele. Uh, and, and then this is also effectively the end of the series. I, yeah, I, I don't think... I. I'm not entirely sure how much that Sele scene really adds. I'm oh my god! Okay, because because all they say is, "Hey, we sent you. Go do that thing." And he goes, "I have to do that thing." And he's like, "Yeah, you have to do that thing." And he goes, "Like, okay then." <laughs> oh, I guess you read everything else as techno babble. Because most of it is because <laughs> no, it's, it's talking not. about like the what what is hope in human hearts and shit. Like, who, that doesn't fucking mean anything. Like, okay, we'll get there. We're gonna yeah, tell well, you the plot. We can talk about scene. it more, but like, I mean, like, it just seemed like there's a disconnect between, at least, it's showing a little bit of a disconnect between um, 
Kawaru and Sele in terms of what they're trying to accomplish, maybe. Uh, at any rate. Uh, so, yeah, everyone is like, we, uh, let's see. There, there's a couple of scenes that are happening concurrently. Uh, Fiyutsuki is talking to Gendo in his, um, in his creepy office. And he's like, uh, the Magi are trying to, um, you know, test the data we just got from the fifth child. And uh, they're trying to figure shit out. And there's a cut to Masato, who's at her computer and not finding out any more information. And this is where I, I realized that that JPEG you were talking about, the car, is way more clear in this picture than in the last episode. In the last episode, it was all grayscale. It was a it was a completely different picture actually. It was a different car. This one definitely looks like a JPEG they threw in there. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because the other one is just a it's just a yeah. It's this is an actually like real life photo of a car that looks like Masato's. It's very weird. It, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, it's like that fucking Ace Combat Seven dog. Mm-hmm. Hey, that dog died. That's why that's in there. <laughs> yeah, rip. Have you seen that cutscene though? Yes, I have. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying as as a tribute because that dog has appeared in a lot of stuff the studio did for years. Mm-hmm. I yeah. see why they did it. Yeah. So Masato then goes to check in on Shinji. He's left a note on his door saying he's not there, and he's like, "Well, she, Shinji's not here. Asuka's not here. I guess I failed as a guardian." And then we cut to Shinji listening to his. Uh, to his tape, um, right out, right by the gate of Nerve. His non-game tape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, he's listening to uh, "Oh to Joy" though, right? Like he's listening to the song that uh, Kawaru was humming. I don't think so. No. He's listening to something choral. It's definitely not his usual like whatever '80s '90s like pop, like electronic pop or whatever it is. I'm trying to listen to it right now. Ah, fuck it, I'll figure it out later. If you leave in that dog JPEG thing, everyone will know exactly what day we recorded this on. (laughs) No, they won't. That happened weeks ago. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, Kawaro leaves the men's locker room, and Shinji has been hanging out the whole time, and asks, were you waiting for me? No, I mean, not really, just usually after we're done here, I get a shower and go home, but I don't want to today. And Kawhi goes, oh, a home, a place to return to. It will lead you to happiness. Uh, Oh, that's double only. I'd like to talk with you more. May I come with you to the shower, I mean? And like, and then Shinji blushes because Senpai noticed him. Shinji's just like, "Uh, I I, I get, okay. (laughs) It's not like I like you or anything, Baka. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, then you, they cut forward to them sitting so, in the bath after the shower, because that's how that works, right? They do the bath, they soak. Yep. Yeah. Um, the, the, this is where Kawaru just goes full on love bomb, and it gets... It, it gets weird. Because <laughs> uh, at, at this point... Um, like, so they're sitting in the bath and they're like, oh, you're, you, you know, you humans, he says a lot of shit. He's just like, humans are lonely. Humans could never banish their loneliness for good. 
uh, because being human means to be alone, but you know, they're able to go on with their lives because you're able to forget ever so often. And then he grabs, um, uh, he grabs Shinji's hand and Shinji flinches a little, but doesn't pull away. Yeah. It's the same grasp that Misato tried for last time and screwed up. Yeah. And then the lights go out. (laughs) Yep. Uh, and Shinji's like, well, I guess it's time. I guess we should go. And and Kawara's like, you mean go together? And he's like, no, um, you, you probably have your own place, right? Yeah. Uh, Shinji's worried about that because he says, I'm going to go and go to bed. And then he says, can I come with you? What, what Kawara says is with me. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. He's, he's just on the verge of playing it coy, but also comes off a little innocent. What? Nothing. I gave my child a muffin wrapper and said recycling. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So Kawara then stands up and says, pain is something that man must endure in his heart. Some humans believe that to live is to hurt because the heart is so sensitive to pain, but you, you're so delicate like glass, especially your heart. And Shinji is like full on blushing at this point. Uh, and this way, uh, there's, a, there's a slight translation difference uh, in this next line, but uh, Kwar says, you're worth earning my empathy or regard, depending on the term. And Shinji's like, what? Uh, like, regard? And Kwaro says, it means I love you. And then they cut away. <laughs> yeah, this is where 10 minutes into the episode, we finally see the title card. Yeah. And it's... The what? Like, that's what that uh bit is called when you return the eye catch yeah it's called the eye catch yeah it's to catch your eye for being like hey it's not ads anymore man hey commercials you hear hear that you hear that sound so many times in gundam 79 because they play it on the out and the back in yeah Yeah, that's what most uh home anime (laughs) releases do is they stick those back to back Mm -hmm. anyhow sale reuses footage again while monologuing each of these sentences is a different voice. And you should probably assume anytime we talk about Sele going on and on and not shutting up, every sentence is swapping out voices. Yeah, it's the most anime thing where they just finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> we have to justify having nine different people here. Matt liked that. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, what was that from? I Frozen? I've not watched Frozen. We finish each other's. It's a a common joke where they go, we finish each other's and they need to say sentences and the other person says sandwiches. No, I knew the joke. I just didn't remember where I heard it from first. I heard it from Frozen a few days ago where I showed my child that Kingdom Hearts 3 cutscene and then I had to watch the entirety of Frozen as a knockout effect. Rip. It was fine. It was okay. I haven't seen it. Anna is the worst, and she gets everything she deserves. I will have to take your word of Disney. Uh, Anyhow, uh, is like is is anything that Sale is saying like worth like noting? Yes. Okay. I was about to start reading it. All right, go ahead. (laughs) Nerve was intended to act as Sale's executive branch, putting our ideas into motion. But now it has become an organization in the hands of one individual. We must take it back. Before the promised day. 
Nerve and the Ava series must be in their proper roles. Dude, in the Romano voice. Kari, you will take responsibility for betraying Sailor. Damn it. Deborah! I really wanted that last one to be in the Ray Romano voice. <laughs> Ikari, you will take responsibility for your betraying Sailor. Nailed it. Cut to Gendo alone in the hangar talking to the O-1. I'm afraid our time grows short, but the lance of Longinus that stood in the way of our goals is no more. Soon, the final angel shall appear, and with its destruction, our wishes shall come true. We uh, cut down to his formerly burned hand, which is now no longer burned, and instead has a fucked up dark half fetus with an eyeball in it. Which has to be that, that sample of Adam that he got yes. from Kaji. Uh, yep. Not a sample. That is all that is left of Adam after Adam exploded in Second Impact. Because they relanced uh, okay. it and it blew up, melting the ice cap. That's all right, that was right. left. This is the last, the last bit of it. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. So he's fused with it. That's which, interesting. Which also tells you that the thing down there is an atom. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I guess well, that's the, the first. It also tells you that. It later, tells you but... that later, but like, I, I guess I didn't think of it at that time. That's that's why I highlighted it back when he got the sample. Yeah. Mm. And before we cut away, the last thing he says to the robot is, please have patience, Yui. Wait, th- then there's a, there's a question. Th- that's a good line. But also, like, there's... So what? Kaji is the one who chose, you know, the the Ava that's in, you know, we're getting the LCL from, shows it to Masato. And doesn't he call it Adam? Or does she call it Adam and he doesn't correct her? He calls, he she calls it know. Adam. But he ought to know that she was wrong. He does know, but at that point, he's not sure where Misato is in relationship to Nerve yet. I guess, but yeah, that's a that's definitely a fake out the show gives you. Like it sets that up. Yep, there's a lot of that in this final chunk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ray sits alone in her apartment and just ponders things out loud. Yeah. On the outskirts of town, Misato is on her balcony clutching Pen Pen. You're uh, you're only still alive because this place was on the edge of town. It's avoided all the explosions, but we might not be lucky next time. So I'm sending you to live with the Haraki family. And she tears up and hugs him. She says, I may never see you again, Pen Pen. Inside the geofront, we cut to an apartment, which is Kaworu's place of residence. Mm. Uh, he's saying he should sleep on the floor, but Shinji insists because he's the one putting him out by staying there. You wanted to say something to me, didn't you? And Shinji then goes into how he used to live in a very boring place with his teacher and everything was peaceful. Then the series happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hate dealing with people? Kaworu asks, and... The translation changes this pretty distinctly. The sub says, not really, I think it didn't matter one way or the other. The dub just says, more or less. But I really hated my father, both agree. Mm-hmm. And Kawara looks over at him with a coy smile and just says, I think I may have been born just to meet you, Shinji. So, here is the final director's cut only scene in the series. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Yep. Yeah. Kaworu is a, sitting on a sunken statue. It's an angel. Do you get it? In mm-hmm. one of the explosion crater lakes, and he's thinking to himself, humans can't create something from nothing. 
they needed a starting point, uh, the sub calls this something to hold on to, because humans aren't gods. Suddenly, one of the Sele monoliths appears beside him. But there is one man who is trying to obtain power equal to that of God. Blah, blah, blah. The others all speak one by one and show up. There is a man who is not one of us seeking to reopen Pandora's box. There is a man attempting to close the box before the hope at the bottom appears. Uh, Koru gives a sneer and a laugh. Ha! <laughs> you say this is the Lilin's hope? And the monoliths are a bit pissy at this. Hope exists in as many forms as there are people. The human heart is the only place where hope may exist. However, our hope is becoming a reality. That is Lilith, the progenitor of mankind, who are the false successors from the Black Moon. And also Adam, progenitor of the angels, who are the true successors from the Lost White Moon. His salvaged soul only exists within you, but his resurrected body exists within Akari. And Kaworu is thinking to himself, so does that make Shinji's father the same kind of person I am? Uh, the monoliths in the dub mistake his thoughts for being spoken out loud, and they say, that is so. Both of them finish with, that is why we entrust you with our hope. Mm-hmm. Okay, now now I'm Go seeing why it. it's it's still somewhat plot relevant. The whole, like, setting up the dichotomy between um, Adam and Lilith. But yep. that's... This comes so out of left field. None of this was in the show. Right. Yeah. Like all of this is director's cut only, including the bits of this. And I mean, like, what does it all add up to? Is really the okay. question. Well, like, let's find out what do you a... what do you think it adds up to before we tell you what it adds up to. Uh, I mean, here's what do you the... think the plot is? What happened? Well, I mean, first impact happened. I don't know why. I don't think they ever give an explanation why the first the first angels show up. But clearly, second impact, humans were trying to create their own angels, or they were trying to create whatever. They created the Avas in order to fight the angels because they they had a they had Adam, they had like one of the one of the angels in their possession, and that ended up literally blowing up in their faces. And now they're doing it again, like. I mean, I just don't know what the, you know, I think the real question is, I don't know what the human instrumentality project is supposed to, what it is and what it's trying to do. That's because that's the entirety of EOE. Right. Yeah. Because my, my question is, okay, they set up this conflict between angel, like this whole episode lays it out clearly. It's angels are humans. That's it. There can't be both. I don't know why there can't be both, but there right. can't be both. Okay, this is the part when I was asking you to explain the plot. So, the reason there can't be both is there was no life on Earth. There at somewhere is a progenitor race that sends Mm -hmm. seeds of life through the universe. Two of them, instead of one, land on Earth. Land on Earth. There's the white moon with Adam and the angels, and the black moon with Lilith and people that come from that. There are two spears. One is randomly missing because of reasons. But mm-hmm. the spears are basically uh, deactivators in case this happens. Huh. So they find Adam in Antarctica, in that giant cavern. The other one is where the Geofront is. It's built where they found Lilith. Lilith yeah. is what's in the basement of Nerve. 
Right. So and, it, and it's been and it's been lanced, right? Like who lanced it? Where did they? Where did the that's lance the lance. That's the lance they got from Adam. Okay. Because the, so the lance, lance that was supposed to be for Lilith wasn't there. It's just question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh huh. So first impact happened just because an angel. It's it's like the Final Fantasy X thing, right? They're drawn to they're drawn to Adam. Right. They're not actually trying to get to Lilith and Terminal Dogma. They're trying to get to the Adam sample, I think. Right. Right, Fletch? Yeah, because Kaoru says that, like, that whole line of everything made of Adam must return to Adam. Yeah. So, first impact just randomly happens, and that's when they discover that angels exist. Right. Second impact happens when Ava's, they, who, they, find, they find Adam, they make Ava's, they try... They unlance Adam, and the Ava comes into contact with Adam, starts second impact, and they relance it, destroying Adam. And mm-hmm. that's the explosion that melts the ice caps. But doesn't destroy the lance. Doesn't destroy the lance? No. And gotcha. basically, at some point, Sele fig- somehow figures out what's up. Uh, I don't know how they know how many angels there are. Dead Sea Scrolls. Okay. Yeah, okay. But yeah. that's not the thing Sele wrote. No, they didn't write shit. They've been working off that as a script. Okay. So, what Sele wants to do is the Giant of Light was not really Adam. It was a unit, if I'm not mistaken. It was Unit 01, because the second it impact looked- happens after... Yui's incident, right? Uh, no, the no. second impact happens before the okay. incident. Carry on. You tell the rest. Fuck me. Okay, sure. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so second impact happens. Sele's yeah. like, well, we know these angels are coming because this script says so. We're going to destroy them all, right? So... Human instrumentality project is put into motion. No, you don't know what that is yet. No, I don't. But that's not Sele's plan, though. No, no, that's Gendo's plan. Sele's plan is to awaken an Ava in a third impact-like event to basically make it become a god, and then they will control God on the planet, and a god will walk among men. Okay, yeah, you have to remember I'm still feverish as we do this, so. Um, and they're mad that Gendo's basically, like, you know, stealing their god from them. Yeah, well, without yeah. the lance, they do not have a way to easily stop Gendo's plan because they know he has one. Because say if they have a lance, whatever Gendo wants to do, they can stop it and still do their thing later. They just need the right. angels out of the way. So the the angels are kind of not they're incidental to what Sele is trying to do. They're just an impediment that just show up, right? Because they are drawn to Ava's and the Adam sample. Okay. And the- remember when I asked you what do you think the Ava is doing inside? Uh, the geofront, do you think it's going to attack humans? This was part of that. Mm, got it. Mm. Well, the idea that the angels the angels would get to, in theory, would find Adam, get to Adam, and then explode everything? 
presume cause a cause a third impact because so everyone is worried that there's third impact. So the impacts right. are basically meant to be extinction events to reset the planet of the life created by the other progenitor. So Lillen okay. could do an impact and wipe the angels, or vice versa. But it would be a planetary uh-huh. reset, and that would wipe all of humanity, which is why they have Lilith impaled, so that can't happen either. Gotcha. The angels just basically want to purge humanity and reclaim mm-hmm. the planet that was meant they think was meant for them, because they're from the other seed. Well, the question is, I mean, they have to have a consciousness. Like, at first, they didn't show much of a consciousness, but now we know they are conscious beings and thinking beings. Yeah. And Kawara and which is, is the what most, this episode eventually yeah. is, is the most complete version of that. Yeah. yeah. It's like the um, final form of it. But I just, I don't... The early ones so, are effectively yeah. proto-life. Right. But they're still so powerful despite being, you know, primitive. Right. Which yeah, imagine what... a massive amoeba. That's what you've got. Yeah. But, like, where are these guys coming from? Like, where's the source of these particular angels? Because it can't be Adam. Adam is gone. Well, there's a white moon. So they're coming from the moon. This is like a Final Fantasy VIII situation. Yes and no. I... <laughs> the white moon isn't the real moon, is it? Or are they still... Yes, it is. <sighs> Look, Chris. Oh, no. Okay. There is no dark side of the moon, really. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's all dark. There's that scene in End. It's definitely the moon. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) What do you think about that, Matt? Man. I think Final Fantasy VIII is underrated. Anyway, the... (laughs) (laughs) Final Fantasy VIII is regarded exactly as well as it deserves to be. (laughs) That could mean anything, Chris. Very so poorly is what I meant. Different... <laughs> uh, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's anyway. the only one not coming to Switch. Sad. I don't care. I don't have a Switch. Uh, so, at any rate... Is it because uh, Final Fantasy VIII won't be on it? Huh. No, it's okay. because I have too many other games and I don't want to spend money on it. Anyway, the... Okay, so like, alright. A lot of that makes sense. We should probably keep going with the episode and then talk some more about it. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's do a little bit of this after the episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's finish the last director's cut. That's scene. where we are up until now. Right. Ah, uh, so Kaworu sass talks the monolith a little after they vanished. I already knew that. Is that why I'm here? And we cut over to Masato, who's watching this from the shore with binoculars. Ah, crap. I can't read his lips from here. And still, talking to yourself on an early morning walk. Psyche Val much? Yeah, also, he's and standing he... in the middle of a lake, and he clearly didn't swim there because he's not wet. Yep. <laughs> That's but weird. he turns around and looks directly at her and smiles, which is pretty fucking impressive given that she's watching from A, up a hill, B, with hundred times zoom binoculars, and C, from behind trees and rubble. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's being mysteriously like, I know what's going on. Which is yeah. A neat I touch. see you. Also, I heard that, Chris. <laughs> Sorry, that laugh was me imagining her binocular saying "watch mode" in the top left corner. Ha! Ah, uh, all will be as the Lillen directed, he says, and the final director's cut scene ends. Hooray! Uh. Yep. Oh, okay, we're here. 
Okay. Yeah. Hayuga meets Masato on a bridge outside of town. Uh, he has stolen the sync test data from Maya's terminal, uh, and it only deepens the mystery. Kawaru seems able to set his sync rate at will with no limits. She decides, well, guess there's no reason to worry about appearances anymore. Uh, and she breaks into Ritsuko's cell and asks her a question, uh, not caring that when Ritsuko tells her everything in here is recorded. She just straight out asks, uh, the fifth child, what is he? And she says, probably the final angel. If you're using subs, it says the final messenger. And this is where Fletch plays I Did It My Way for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Eat my dick. <laughs> uh, at this point, Ode to Joy begins playing right after Kawaru stands in front of Unit 02, says, Let us go, Adam's dark shadow, servant of the Lillen. He begins flying, O2's eyes open up in a red glow, and the song begins as sirens appear everywhere on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Unit 02 is awakened. That's impossible. Where's Asuka? She's in uh, Unit 303. I've still confirmed it. And we cut to a still feed of her staring up at a ceiling with her wrists bandaged. I, People you know get what? freaking... I'm, I've looked oh. at that right now. She just has an IV in. You can't see her wrists in that shot. I was looking for it. Maybe I'm thinking of a different shot later. You're, you're probably think- thinking of a different shot. You're, yeah. you're thinking of the other shot where people don't notice that because they're distracted by something else. Uh, oh, yeah. That's probably... <laughs> yeah, it's probably that scene. Yep. Uh, people begin freaking out even more because the unit is unmanned. There's no entry plug. And then a blood-type blue has appeared in the shaft to Central Dogma. The 17th Angel, Tabris. Misato is incredibly depressed because she realizes, oh, fuck, Ritsuko is right. Uh, Kaworu is just smiling as he and the unit just start floating down the You can tell he's a villain because his hair is messy now. My hair is messy all the time. Does that make me a villain? Yes, you are the villain of this podcast. Congratulations. This is your final form. (laughs) I'm going to be an angry science lesbian. Anyway, Fuyutsuki issues an evac order saying... Every single bulkhead should be shut by as many precious seconds as they can. He's a little disgusted that Sailor would just directly send them an angel. You know, it's did did they call parts of um, the Geofront the Malabolje before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I I made I made note of that because hey. it's uh that's a cute Dante reference. Shinji was touched by yep. an angel. I was trying to avoid putting that in these notes. (laughs) But Touched by an Angel is definitely going to be the title of this episode. But, I mean, also, yeah, I guess Rey was also touched by an angel, too. No, don't worry about it. Wasn't she? Well, Shinji was also touched by that angel, so it's still fine. I always think of that joke because of Jeremy Parrish, so yeah. Wait, what? Oh, my OC is an OC. Rip. Yeah, sorry, he made that joke in, uh... The thumbnail theaters. <sighs> Alright, carry on. A long time ago. <laughs> yup. Uh. <sighs> the old men intend to step up our schedule by forcing our hands, says Gendo. And once again, we get another freaking monolith monologue. Mm-hmm. Humans forget their foolishness and repeat their mistakes. If humans do not redeem themselves willingly, they will not change. We must not rely on Adam or the angels. Our only choice is to make changes with our own hands for the future. 
I pray that Unit 01 will accomplish its task. So they're basically forcing the issue to kill all the angels so that they can then reset. See, that doesn't square with the idea that they're trying to create a god that they can control. That god because that feels be... like that's exactly what, what controlling the thing made. But you know, one is made from Adam. It's they're, the thing they just said they don't want to do. They're sending him an angel because they want nerve destroyed. Because at this point, uh, remember when Masato said, what would we do with all these Avas after the angels are destroyed? Yeah. Nerve can stop Sele right now. So nerve now needs to be out of the way since they don't have the option to do the nuclear button of the lance. So, so I mean... So they sent an angel to destroy Nerve, assuming that that they're not going to end up creating a third impact, but expecting Unit 1 to die? I think it's that they think they have better control over Kawaru than they do. Yeah, they presume that he's working for them. Not that he's going to do the thing that angels always want to do. But the thing is that he they know he's an angel, right? Yes, but they've had him and have been tr- probably trying to brainwash him for the entirety of his existence every day since Second Impact. And it didn't work. They think it worked. Oh yeah, obviously not. They think it worked. I mean, yeah, he... You notice he's only openly snide to them after the cameras are off. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here, your mom closes uh, yeah. the door. Fuck you, mom. You're not my real dad. So right now they think they're going to get Kawari to take out Nerve for them. Okay. Because it says, like, I pray Unit 1 that it'll accomplish its task, which basically saying that Unit 1 is going to then destroy... Yes, they would use Kawaru in Unit 01 to transcend. Oh, oh, because they... Because Kawaru can set a sync rate however he wants. He can pilot 01. But they, why didn't they... Why did they not think that uh, Shinji would be in Unit 01 instead? Well, why... Here's the thing. It doesn't matter. Their plan is Kawaru is to go in, take the Unit 01, wreck ship. Kawaru does not do that for reasons that he tells Shinji in a minute. Yeah. And because he's not playing their game. So he just takes Unit 02 just because he fucking feels like it. No, he has a reason why. Okay. Uh, in fact... I'm going to jump ahead and just talk about the line of dialogue that mentions. Okay, let's do that. Your Avas and I are made of the same matter. Mm -hmm. Born from Adam, I can synchronize with it perfectly so long as there is no dominant soul. Unit O2's soul is hiding away for now, thus it is mine. He could not do that with Unit O1 because Yui is awake in that thing. Okay, okay. Because the one thing is, at least in the sub that I watched, it it said that... uh, I can't fully control Unit 02 because it has a soul, period. But it's sealed itself away for now. Yeah, That's what he says. He even says that in the subs. Yeah, If they were to give him any other robot, if he were taking Ray's slot, this would not work. Well, Mm -hmm. maybe. Uh, Yeah, Uh fuck you. How dare you? How dare you shit on my theory and then propose it? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Like I say, there's no concrete evidence one way or another on it. Which is why it works great, because there's nothing to contradict it. Yeah, yeah, you know, Chris is just going to be an OO truther. I'm just going to stick with constructionalism. <laughs> Look, Bakelite can't stop giant robots. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, 
yeah. Shinji is a little furious at this point because Misato has just had to tell him the only person who ever loved you was an angel. Oh, 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 and... oh, oh. Sorry, I want to tie it back a little more. You remember when uh, yeah. Fuyutsuki said that since Owana has awakened, Sele is going to flip their shit? This is why. It's because, uh, oh, so because. Because uh, now that Yui's soul is actually there instead of and awake, instead of just dormant, he can't get in it. That's why they're pissed about O1 awakening. That makes sense. But they don't know that. Well, no, they, they know that it took in the S2 engine and now... and They know it... that it is a complete being. They don't know about Yui. Yeah, they don't, they, they don't know okay. about Yui. Hey, Dad, do you want to play with me? And that's the thing not that's right not in the Dead Sea in Scrolls. That's what's uh, part of Gendo's plan that he has really above them. Okay. Fine, I'll play okay. it all by myself. Okay. Because presumably, oh, hey, oh, Sele's plan would have worked perfectly had that not happened. Yes. Yeah. There would have been nothing they could do about it. So, yeah, because, like, as if Asuka was going to actually now, stop them. <laughs> remember, it was Gendo's plan to awaken O1 early yep. because he's working against Sele. He knows what their plan is and has his own separate from that. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the big problem is Sele is using the Dead Sea Scrolls as a blueprint, but Gendo has read the same things. He Hon- knows their plan. Honestly, Gendo's whole deal is just the, the 3D version of Bionic Commando, but it's a robot instead of an arm. Huh. That is a thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> yeah, so uh, Shinji shows up. It's fighting Unit 02. Sick uh, elevator grappling. knife fight. Yeah, there's an yeah. elevator knife fight. Like <laughs> it, It's like the prog knives are like stabbing through each other. Like It's, it's pretty, good. pretty intense. It's yeah. pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah, at one point... Um, the uh, the knives both get pushed towards uh, towards Kawaru and the AT field comes up and Shinji's like oh oh shit he really is an angel that's weird uh, yeah and so they they end up uh, heading towards uh, this is a central dogma right that they're they're heading towards ultimately yeah, yes. I will also point oh, out also that at this bit. point Kawaru mentions uh, yeah I I talked about that and we cut oh, out okay. yeah yeah he mentioned it. Uh, Kaworu mentions that while humans call it an AT field, to him, it's just the light of his soul, a sacred domain where none may trespass. Which is then, interesting. Are you little unaware that the AT field is the wall every human has in their heart? <laughs> Shinji's like, nope. Yeah, uh, Shinji just says here, I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, because it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, most of what Shinji says to Kaworu is either stammered, uh... Like, oh, wow, I, I didn't expect that. Or, what the fuck? Matt, you should put a pin in that thing Kawaru said for End of Evangelion. Oh, the AT field thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Be- because that's what human instrumentality is about. Oh, okay. Right. So anyway, they they end up in Central Dogma. And, and well, there's there's a big AT field blast that came, uh, comes you, from Kawaru, No, no, no. Right? Let's, let's uh, go through this in a little more order. Okay. Uh, the robots are fighting each other, and we cut back to the control room. Misato leans into Hyuga and says, If Unit 01's signal disappears, or anything takes a turn for the worse, and Hyuga goes, I know, we self-destruct this, because we're not letting them do third impact. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's okay, dying beside you wouldn't be a bad way to go out. And she thanks him, and we see her her hand on his shoulder in silhouette. The thirst is real. <laughs> Uh, Kaworu is thinking as they reach Central Dogma, this is mankind's fate. Hope spun out of threads of sorrow. 
and everything suddenly bursts into white. At this point in the control room, they can't see shit. An AT field of unprecedented power has emerged, strong enough not even light, electromagnetic, or particle waves can pass it. They're all blacked out. In all fairness, light is a particle wave. Fuck you, Anno. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, they're talking about nothing's getting in. The grab-em-stab-em robots descend into something we haven't seen before. A milky white... I love that pun! (laughs) They're also purple and red, so it's almost correct. Uh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's only half wrong, also known as almost correct. Look, if you're colorblind, you wouldn't know the fucking difference. (laughs) Anyway, they they come through the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and they land in a milky white sea with stalactites around it. Uh, the ceiling is painted with stars. Yeah, they got a bunch of those like glow-in-the-dark star stickers up there. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, Shinji screams for Kaworu to stop one last time, but he just looks back silently before floating away. O2 grabs the O1's ankle from the liquid. Mm-hmm. Someone else take over my throat spot. do it. Uh, let me just find out where here where the self destructs. Yet another AT field. Yeah. So, so Quaro. Yeah. Suddenly, another AT field uh, of ludicrous power uh, appears and then vanishes from the sensors, and nobody on the bridge knows what it was. And then we cut to a shot of Ray sitting on the edge of the elevator shaft, staring down on what's going on. So presumably that's where that came from. Uh, yep. So Kawara is now fro- uh, floating in front of Adam, wondering if uh, those who are born of Adam must return to him, uh, even though it would destroy humanity. You know, he's, he's doing like a villain speech thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also curious, like, do I have to do this? Yeah. Um, and then he looks at the creature that's been nailed to the cross and realized that it's not Adam, it's Lilith. And he says, oh, so that's what this is about. Well played, Lilin. At this and, point, he uh, figures out what Sele was up to. Yeah. Well, no, he figures out Gendo's move here. Oh, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. That's, yeah. Sele thought this was Adam. Oh. Gendo swapped it. I did not realize that. That was the yeah. twist. I thought I thought it was I thought it was Sele sending him down for like a like a suicide mission, knowing that he can't win. It, yeah. If he had a one, he could he could definitely win, my dude. Well, I'm saying like if he goes down there and Lilith, Lilith is down there, there's nothing Kuaru could do to wipe out the humans. Yeah, that makes Adam sense. Actually, there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This swap is Gendo is what people we, think Trump is. Gendo has completely (laughs) lied to everyone this whole time, kept everyone off guard, and this is what throws the final wrench in Sele's plans. So here's the thing: how can what what is like the the visible difference between the two? Whatever gets interacted with, if they were to do this thing, would basically scourge the other side from Earth and let the other guys live. Well. Okay, but like, how does he recognize that that's Lilith and not Adam? Because he's from Adam. Because he, he gets closer and goes, I can't sync with this. That's not Adam. That's Lilith. Okay. That's Lilith. Okay. Also, well, I think... guess that also. Go ahead. I was going to say, that it makes sense that it's Lilith now that I think about it because then you had those those earlier scenes, like when you, they took out the um, 
I, even before they took out the lance, they had like the, the human like feet sticking out from it. And that makes sense. Yeah. that humans came from that. Yeah. I'm going to just cheat a little and point out something that may not have clicked. If this were Adam, Kaoru could just touch this thing, become whole and be reborn as Adam mm-hmm. and like scourge the earth and start everything over. Right. But it's not. So he chooses to die. No, the he no, think about the other side yeah. of that. He's all well, think about what he was saying just before this. Do we have to kill humans? And the answer is no. Yeah, he basically decides right here. You guys won. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, he he his but his choice is essentially a false one because he can't win anyway. But. Okay, so that's, here's that's not true. let's he let's probably, go a little further he in things. Probably find and then, Endo's hand thing. Let's go a little further in this and then talk this over. Okay. Uh, at that point, Shinji finishes fucking up the O2 with a toss of the unconscious Ava behind him, and the song comes to the end of its most passionate movement. Shinji reaches out and just grabs Kaworu in the O1's hand. All he can say is, "Thank you, Shinji. I wanted you to stop Unit O2 and take her from me." Otherwise, I might have survived much longer. Shinji is out of rage at this point, and he just goes, why? Because it is my destiny to live forever, even if it may result in the destruction of humanity. But I... oh. What? I thought one of you was about to speak. No. Alright, I thought I heard a breath. Uh, But (laughs) I can die here, and whether I pass on or survive makes no great difference to me. In truth, death may be the only absolute freedom there is. And once again, Shinji just goes, I have no idea what any of this means. Uh, Depending on translation, we've got either, this is my wish, please destroy me, or my last will and testament, erase me from this world. Only one life form can survive the time of destruction and seize a future, and you are not a being who should die. At this point... Kaworu is the only one who notices Rei has been floating above them and smiles once before looking back to Shinji. You need the future more than I do. Thank you, Shinji. Because of you, my life meant something. Now, I said earlier the elevator shot was not the longest single shot in the series. And that's because for over a minute, nothing moves. Mm -hmm. A single frame of Unit 01 clutching the final angel exists the last of the song plays and then it instantly cuts to black with a horrible squishing sound that leads into the incredibly visible head of kaworu falling into a sea of lcl which explains where that image that gets passed around comes from what no <laughs> the the big the big face and nope. the uh, and nope. ava isn't that nope. koro's nope. face nope. Nope. no no have you never seen a high-res version of that you should look at that up real quick uh i no, I haven't. Okay. I, I'll get one for oh, you. Oh, you're only familiar with the Keep, thinking Evangelion emoji. No, before Keep that, reading. I remember I've seen that image, and I remember seeing there being a face looking upwards of a character I didn't recognize, and I thought it was this guy. Yeah. Keep reading onwards. I'll get you a photo, and we'll see what you say. It's your turn. Carry on, Matt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, the, the roar of the splash turns into the roar of the water washing off blood from unit 01's hand in the uh, containment bay which is a reused shot yeah it's reused from uh, the uh, toji epo mm-hmm. 
And this segues into uh, segues into the sound Segs. of the waves. Are... It's a segue, Matt. Also, there's an image in the Discord you should take a look at. Whatever. Anyway, that's a word, Chris. Anyway, uh, we're back on the shore where Shinji um, met Kaoru, and it's night now. Shinji's like, you know, it's got his knees up to his chest. He's sitting down. Masato is there, um, and Shinji is just pouring his heart out. He's like, he, Kaoru said he loved me. I've never felt that kindness before. He was like me, and he was like uh, Ayanami. And depending on the dub, he either says, I liked him too, or, and I loved him, and goes on to say, Kawaru uh, should have survived. He was a better person than me. He deserved to survive. And Masato interrupts him with a, no, only those who have the will to live get to survive. And Shinji goes, like, Masato, like, that's, you're really cold, Masato. So at this point, yeah, the episode preview is nothing but uh, paper cutouts and stop motion animatics of the storyboards. There's an interesting note. The preview doesn't show the next episode's title as the one that aired. The title it gives is the first half of End of Ava. Mm -hmm. So that's how fucked up production is at this point in the series. We haven't animated the next week's television show... And we're not even using the correct codes because we have no idea what we're going to scrape together in time for air. Mm -hmm. Get ready, because next episode I get to do another, here are the 17 cuts of how this goes thing, and I'm going to want to die. And then Shinji will have earned the right to kill me because I gave up on Congratulations. Life. Congratulations. <laughs> Join us next time when we bring out the finale, but not all of the finale. As we cover episodes 25 and 26, The World Ending, and The Beast That Shouted I at the Heart of the World. You forgot the Macarena. I'm never going to forget the Macarena. Y'all forgot about the Macarena. Y'all forgot about Macaray. Ooh, Matt, look at the Discord. <laughs> ah, fine. Fine, Discord, Discord. Oh, I guess that's a different character. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, it is. A little different. Oh, you use the model a... one. The uh, the EOE one is even more explicit. That's the shot that is the cover to the um, original release. Okay, because maybe, maybe I just jumped to a conclusion that that would be the same person, because it's a, it's a head in a giant sea. That in, makes sense. In the show, it's turned face towards you, and you can tell it's just Ray. Gotcha. Anyway. Uh, Alright, so we're just going to and this, or are we going to do wrap-up talk? Wrap-up, what do you want or, to say? Man, I just don't know what, what to do about this last episode here. Okay, so when you watch the next ones, keep in mind that anything that's not introspection is new. At, okay. For original airing, this is just the mm -hmm. end. This is the end of the narrative right. until the movie comes out. Yeah, like, the thing that doesn't... The thing that hurts this episode for me is that Kawaru comes out of nowhere like love bombs the shit out of Shinji in a way and Shinji grows very attached to him in like 18 hours and I don't buy it okay I like I, I don't like it's the kind of thing where it needed way more time to develop for me to really believe there's a connection and plus also like when Kawaru shows up he's just He's talking in, you know, 
term, you know, he's saying Lil and this, Lil and that. He's talking in this very flowery, pseudo philosophical language about people's hearts and and all this stuff. And it's just like, who the fuck is this guy? Well, the other thing is that he's explicitly a voice piece for Anno's depression and like how Anno sees the world in that depression. Yeah, it's just I don't. It's just too. It, God damn, bless dude. You. Uh. I just had to violently expel blood from my throat. And I like go to like pain guy theory another visit. Something. Yeah, it's possible I'll be crossing the border in a little. Uh, yeah, but like I, I just don't. I, it doesn't land for me because it's too much all at once. I don't, I don't believe. It's hard for me to really understand that connection. And it, it, it is interesting that Shinji gets all blushy around Kwaru because that that's kind of out of nowhere too also it doesn't have uh, to be romantic right like you can read it as like it is though you can read it, is it as platonic love it's definitely not though I I don't think it it, it it could be for Shinji but it's not for Kawaru. yeah I just I feel like Kawaru knows too much and acts like he knows too much in a way that doesn't connect to the rest of the show the reason and Shinji's the, into it is Kawaru's the only person who appears to understand him at all or care about him but he he understands okay care about him he yeah but just because someone says they care about you i mean this is the kind of thing like like children out there people (laughs) listening like the shit that kawaru pulls that's fucking abuser behavior that's how people get trapped like get pulled into relationships they can't get out of is that they is like stuff like love bombing people like this like that's bad news Uh well see frozen there's two ways to read this mm-hmm. one is kaworu has also been held in captivity and emotionally manipulated for 15 years and he has an actual honest connection with shinji that is part of the catalyst that turns him to you know what fuck the plan yeah, remember, like, Shinji responding to him this way is the reason that humanity can still, like, make it. Yeah. And the other read on it is, yeah, you could say that Kaworu is a fiction, Tabris the Angel is the one who's manipulating all of this for his own ends, and just gives up when he realizes, oh, nope, I can't win. And so he makes one final power play to just go... Thank you, Shinji. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Like, I I think Koro makes sense that he's the final angel because it makes perfect sense that the ultimate version of this is the most human wow. because of wow. the way things wow. have been progressing, right? Like, that... But Fight the, fire with fire. But the problem, the thing that doesn't make sense is that Koro existed this entire time supposedly having no connection to any of the other angels and whatever plan that they were hatching and whatever growth they were doing, unless there's some weird hive mind thing going on. I don't know how you end up with this angel has been raised since 15 years old, yet somehow is the pinnacle of all of the angels efforts. That doesn't make sense. Well, the other way you can read that is this. What killed Adam 15 years ago? Humans fucking around. Right. What did Adam reincarnate as 15 years ago? A human. Okay. And being raised in Sele's, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, just being raised. Prison daycare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prison daycare. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I mean, that's one way to put it. Uh, like, I don't know how much that would make that angel act human. And it makes me wonder, like, if that it doesn't if Adam that it was reborn, humans, it's, that it, it's that it knows how humans act. OK, yeah, it understands I, I don't people, know. Not that it is a person. There's there's just something that doesn't quite align for me. And like you guys explaining like the overall plot and the stuff with the moon and the ultimate battle, whatever that that explains some of what is going on. Or at least it cuts through like the like the techno babble bullshit that <laughs> the majority uh, of which gets thrown around a lot. Relevant. <laughs> yeah, but like it, it, I'm not sold that this this needed half a season. It did not need a single episode. Dude, I hard disagree. I would hate it if it did. I mean, I would I would have liked Kawaru to be around more to be a more fleshed out character, well, and rather than show up and do you all get blow more of Kawaru out. and horses. <sighs> okay, you get what you it's, want in a rebuild. It's still incredibly hard to put any concrete read on Kawaru with what we've seen quote in canon. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can make a headcanon that sort of explains Did away Flesh some of that stuff. Did point out the second take yeah. where it's just him being a manipulator? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because what you said, Matt, can be true and part of the plot in that it is bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Or you can read it as him reacting the way Shinji reacts because they're both in the same situation. So you can just pick yeah. one. Yeah, two broken people find each other and have a lovely moment in time. Yeah. Just pick I... one. Which one do you like? I mean, I just think it's more manipulative than anything. I mean, like, I honestly think like the like I think the intent is my, my read on the intent is that this connection is genuine because otherwise it can be genuine in one way, not genuine both ways. <laughs> it can true. be genuine for Shinji I... and not Kawaru. Yeah, so I'm just not totally sold on it. Matt, remember near the start of the series when I said there was only one good person in all of Ava? And Chris got really mad when I said Kowaru. Not a person. Yeah, because I, I figured that this was the yep. person you were talking about. Ben, now do you know why he instantly had to silence himself but just made that growl of rage? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's the, like, like massive spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, because he couldn't tell me to go fuck myself. He's not a human. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, also, I'm just very curious as to, well, it also, now this raises the question of Ray. Is Ray also an Adam clone? Which I guess is yes. No. Right? No? No. What are the two sides? So she, so she was cloned from Lilith. Yes. Okay. That's why we said what Ritsuku says is wrong. That's why you have wrong. a male and a female. That's why we said what mm. Ritsuku says is wrong. Like, she's a clone of Lilith and the, the clone of Lilith to have a soul. Why does the clone of Lilith look like Yui? Uh, oh, I gotta have some starter material, my dude. Yeah, all we have is Gendo's wife Lilith's made some good yeast. soul there. <clears throat> we just put it into a body. Similar to how Kaworu is Adam's soul, not his body. Yeah, this whole soul transfer thing, a little vague. It's Kingdom Hearts, Matt. Don't worry about it. Yeah, remember that time Kyrie <sighs> hit out in uh, Sora's heart? This is that. <sighs> it's so Sora dumb that out. you're supposed to take that out of that. It's just like a weird graphical effect. It doesn't read as anything when it happens. Fuck you, Nomura. But if you replay the first game, you understand instantly what yeah, it is Yeah, I know, now. but fuck you, Nomura. I, I, I can't. 
bother to try to wrestle with Kingdom Hearts. Matt, there's a good 35-minute video I could send you. That's both a pleasure to watch and comprehensive. All right, fine. Yes. I just I, I did watch that Kingdom Hearts 2 um, speed run. How good is the end bit when we were talking about the laser sphere, by the way? Pretty high energy. Yeah. High energy is a good way. There's a lot of lasers. Hell yeah. There's so many lasers for no reason. Hell yeah, because it's dope. That's why. You know, the one thing I have to say, like, that this is dope and he very, does dope this, shit. The, the, only, the only thing I can say about Kingdom Hearts is I'm kind of disappointed it isn't more Final Fantasy. Why? Why do you want that? Final Fantasy is that's bad. the only thing I wanted out of it. All of them are <laughs> like, bad. I, oh, shit. I mean, all I'm saying is, like, I thought it was going to be, like, maybe, like, 30-70, not, like, 95-5. Uh, hilariously, it's mostly in, Disney. It's almost all Disney. Dude, Kingdom Hearts One is like ninety nine point nine nine, and then a point oh one. Like, Kingdom Hearts Two has an obscene amount of Final Fantasy compared to Kingdom Hearts One. Yeah, they have like five characters. Congrats. <laughs> also, that's yeah. If you read old dev interviews from post one before two, mm-hmm. they talk about the licensing having such restrictions on it. Gotcha. Yeah. To the point that they were only allowed to use Mickey in one scene. <laughs> and Disney's suggestion was maybe put him in the background of a crowd or something, not what? have him as a linchpin in the final scene of the okay, game. Matt, check this out. In the first game, at the end, he doesn't have a shirt. And. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, one of the prequels exists almost entirely to explain why he doesn't have a shirt there, but does at other games that take place earlier. I'm Why? not even kidding. Yeah, Why? That's 0.8. I'm yeah. not even that's, kidding. That's, it's incredible. That's 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 just a fucking continuity error. Not anymore. It's not a continuity error, my dude. No, no wonder Kingdom Hearts has its reputation. So, God. its reputation comes from being released on like, fi- like 15 <laughs> different systems out of order, out of narrative order. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is that basically everything is 100% buttoned up and internally consistent. Yeah. Like, there is not a plot hole I could think of. Every, every single detail is explained and perfect. They have a perfect, like, 10,000 year narrative. <laughs> it's Boy. unbelievable, actually. That's That's bonkers. Anyway, Evangelion, two more episodes. Uh-huh. Yep. I hope I, I hope mean, you're not looking forward to a conclusion of the narrative because there isn't one. Yeah, you've already warned me, so I guess I won't be that disappointed. What I, is there is really I just good. already know what you're going to start saying as soon as you watch the next episode. I guess we're gonna find out. It's congratulations. I was just thinking there's gonna be a lot of text going, what the fuck is this? A lot of this episode was was me going, "What the fuck is this?" Matt, do you want me to tell and you about the next episode? A lot, of, a lot episode? of me being very uncomfortable about um, Ray's nipples and stuff. Next There's episode is entirely a character analysis with, like, not from anyone's perspective, really, where Shinji is mostly sitting in a chair the whole time. Okay. Yeah, it's disc two of Xeno Gears writ large. Yeah. Which okay. is which based on this ending, that's why there's just pictures of death threats that Anno got mailed in the movie End of Evangelion. That's interesting. 
All right, Apparently then. So we'll see you guys. Let me see if I can find the best image. Well, there's the picture of the guy uh, giving the middle finger to the screen. Yes. Uh, I've seen that. And have you... Yeah, have you seen the comparison shot of how good it looks on the Blu-ray now? No. <laughs> I want to see that now. <laughs> All right, we gotta I need I to find go. it again. There's an actual picture where it's like, this is what this looked like on you know home video and on the DVD and on the Blu-ray. And it's just the same shot next to each other getting crisper each time. And it's just one guy flipping them off. <laughs>